You know, my hair is looking kind of crazy today, but I did have a haircut for anyone who wants to know. My hair is a haircut or a real haircut? Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's got, a real haircut at a barbershop. You bar got it picked up, man. You got it yeah. picked up. Yeah, you know. the uh, that's This is a real mohawk. This is not a fake mohawk. Look, it's not like, it's not glued <laughs> on or anything like that. It's actually, it's actually a real mohawk. Thanks to my people, the Indian people, but you know, the, the, well, we'll get into that. Well, maybe we'll get into that later. But uh, yes, it's a real for reals mohawk for the folks out there who are curious to know. So here's the thing that I want to tell you guys. Go to HankStrange.com. Uh, uh, get on the email list, okay? We're going we're gonna to be giving away stuff. Lola's always sharing deals on that email list, keeping everyone up to date. So go there, do that. At the website, you can find we've got Lola's deals, daily deals. We've got links to... Um, to Ballistic Inc., to uh, We're on Gunbroker, all the different places that we are. You can get the Ballistic Inc. shirts, like this is the Hank Strange logo with the laser blaster. You could get that from Ballistic Inc. If you want to get patches and things like that, they're on the website. Like, there's the uh, green super suit, I call it, patch. And here's the broadcast patch. You can get all of that on HankStrange.com. So go there, sign up for that. That's the thing that you need to do. Um, what else? Oh, I want to tell the folks, I want to shout out Harry's Holsters. Thanks to them for sponsoring the podcast. They make awesome Kydex holsters. If you're looking for holsters, go to Harry's Holsters. Use the code Hank Strange. That gets you 10% off, of course. Um, now, our guest tonight is Joe Joanna of Latina Locked and Loaded. Let's go full screen to her. Boom, there she goes. Look at that beautiful, lovely, smiling face. Um, you well, guys, hello there. Hello, hello. You, you guys. So, where can the folks go and support you if they haven't heard of you? I know you're on uh, IG, and I'm gonna throw up your IG page here, so they can go there. That's one place that they could go to. They could see all these great photos. I don't see any. Yes. I don't see any photos of me in there, but you guys can go there, <laughs> and you know, you can see all her great photos. Like you guys were at Shot Show, etc. But where else can the people go to and follow you? We have a, a YouTube that doesn't have much content on it yet, but it will in the future. It's uh, Latino Lock, Latinos Locked and Loaded. Uh, that's our handle on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe to that. And eventually we're going to be putting up some educational stuff. So oh. look out for that. Awesome. Very cool. Also joining us is Walter Keller of Safety Harbor Firearms. You guys need to go there, support that. You know, spend your Trump, uh, not yeah, Trump money. Spend your hey, Trump, Trump money. money. Spend Get your Trump money <laughs> at Safety Harbor Firearms. If you still got Obama money, spend the Obama money over there. It's all good. Hell yeah, we take it all. It's all good. It's all yeah, good. it's all legal tender. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do this all official like we usually do. Joe, we do jazz hands. We do the things jazz hands. Walter, let's see those jazz hands. All right. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because we are live. This is episode 565 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. That's W-M-M-F. I'm just making sure I'm spelling it right. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I get my hair cut and my hair's dry, the brain doesn't work so good. WMMF podcast. <laughs> And our guest, like I said, Joanna of Latina Locked and Loaded with Walter of Safety Harbor Firearms. We're live. We're here. We're doing it. You guys are all here. Smash those thumbs ups as you, as you come in here. Like I said, don't forget to subscribe to the channel here. Ring the bell. All that kind of good stuff. Um, you know what I've been forgetting to do lately? I've been forgetting to push this little button. Welcome back. 
to the Hanks I don't know why, Walter. You're supposed to remind me of this. Of the locked and loaded. Push what button? The button to open the show. I keep forgetting. Oh, oh. I'm oh always so you're for- sitting there talking and having a good time? And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm always forgetting to push that button. So, Walter, thanks for coming in. Joanna, thanks for coming. Um, just so everyone knows, today was a crazy day to get, like, I know I'm so awesome, I make this look easy. But uh, we were scrabbling literally up to the last minute here because all day Cox Cable has had my internet shut off the entire day. I've been here since 9.30 this morning. I, I, got, an, I got a text message at 5 o'clock. Might not be any show tonight. No internet. And then, okay. I was like, oh, okay. I was a free man tonight. And then, uh, then next thing you know, no, don't do it free. yet. Don't do it yet. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. No, no, no. See, that's what happened. You know, you thought you were getting on that uh, that slave uh, underground railroad thing, but no, we 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 retracted that back. We reeled oh, that yeah, back. Yeah. We wound it all the way back, Walter, and got you in here. I know, I know. So I appreciate you coming on, Walter. I know you're busy. I know there's lots of stuff going on there, but yeah, sometimes it goes like this. Um, these guys decided today to come to this building. You guys know we've had internet problems this whole time that have been in this building. Trucks drive by and pull the, the, the cable line is out there and they pull it down. So these guys came here today, decided to pull all the all the wiring. Oh, we do everything. Yeah, and they didn't tell anyone. So all day I've been fighting with them saying, I don't have internet. And when I call the people, they're like, there's no one there. We don't have any. There's, no one has any problems in your building. There's no people. But I could see the guys driving in and out. I saw trucks the whole time. They're like, oh, there's nothing going on. So finally... At 5 o'clock, when Lola was telling you that, they were telling me, well, listen, it's too late now. No one's coming till tomorrow, but we'll try to see if we can get someone there today. Then the guy comes down here after I get off the phone, one of the guys working on the thing, and he's standing there talking to me when the person who I was talking to on the phone calls him. And he's like, he's, he's telling the person, oh, you're talking about this address? And the guy's like, how do you know that? He's like, because I'm right here. <laughs> So that's how that's how insane my day has been all day. So I appreciate you guys. I know like Lola might have like canceled and then you know got the thing going. So thank you, Joanna. I know it's a little crazy. This is what it no, takes just, to do this. I yeah. was gonna be playing video games tonight anyway, so this is much more productive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Someone was asking a question about my hair that Lola's trying to explain. She says, says you look like you've been electrocuted. Yeah, this is what happens to my hair when it's dry basically you know so i put a little bit i put a little bit of like a lotion like i have a hair lotion and i put that in my hair and it keeps it a little bit wet for anyone who needs to know you know it's mostly like uh what is that hair stuff lola like aloe olive oil olive oil it's olive oil there you go just a little bit of Mm. olive oil hair lotion that i use it's all natural juices and berries usually but when Mm. it's dry and you get it washed out and everything like (laughs) most wash my hair out and then yeah so then it goes all up like that so Hmm. i guess also if i got electrocuted it would look like that (laughs) so (laughs) anyway so um joanna why don't you tell the folks like who you are how you started doing this um obviously we could tell from your background that you are a star wars fan yes yeah huge star wars fan yeah and you work Uh, out apparently or you have weights in there for defensive purposes (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think it's a a good thing you know keep stay in shape Uh with the rifles definitely uh it's become very important to for girls because we're smaller to make sure we're getting our weights in so we can you know hang with you guys Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yes. But going back to how I got into this, I was just a normal gun owner um, up until actually really recently. And it was actually on November of last year when I went to the two-way rally in D.C. with my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and we met up with a lot of the two-way advocates who, you know, we, we were watching their videos, watching their content. They were huge inspirations for us. And um, they were very nice and welcoming. And a few of them actually, you know, once we got talking to them, they're like, you guys should do this. You guys are really passionate. And I was actually not intending to do it. Um, I was going to be the woman behind the man um, and push my husband, uh, Puerto Rican Pistolero, on IG to do it, you know, to get more hardcore about it. And um, I was actually talking to Carrie Sloan from um, We Are the Female, who she, you know, I think it was the you know, late at night, the same day of the rally. She just grabbed me by the shoulder and said, Joe, you need to do this, too. You know, oh, okay. you, you've got it in you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I was going back and forth, back and forth. Should I do it? Because I'm, I'm not a big Internet person. I uh, only got back on social media like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got over my issues with social media and just hopped on and started doing it and started becoming a local voice and doing grassroots activism. And, you know, especially nowadays when there's so many new gun owners, I've been started to know be known within my circles as, you know, someone who knows their stuff about guns and, you know, people reaching out to me. And it's just been really incredible lately that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it just feels good to help out and get people educated, which is, I think one of the biggest, um, things that we need to do in the community to mm-hmm. get rid of the misconceptions out there. And I think that's the way to win the fight. Yeah. So I noticed, okay, Kathleen music lover and Walter, if you've got any questions or anything here, jump in. Um, but Kathleen Music Lover, I think you're probably sharing the, the podcast right now, right? Or are you looking at are you looking at the ladies on IG? Which oh, one? me? No, yeah. I'm 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 just reviewing things. Oh, here, okay. So. <laughs> Not looking at any females. You yet. should be sharing the podcast. Okay, so Kathleen Music Lover says, "What's a normal gun owner?" Laugh out loud. Um, I took that to mean that you were saying like you were just a gun owner, but you really weren't talking about it on social media. Do you want to yeah. explain, like, dig into that a little bit? Explain that to us. Sure. Um, I think the average person who owns a gun, uh, I'd say them, at least half of them, you know, don't really talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a private thing, uh, mm-hmm. especially where we live. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people were actually really surprised because we live in a very liberal area mm-hmm. of, of our state. A lot of people were surprised when I was um, started becoming open about it. I remember on my personal Facebook page, I posted. Uh, picture of me shooting uh, a rifle Mm -hmm. and one of my very close friends messaged me and said do i need to worry about you Um, oh my goodness what (laughs) (laughs) oh boy yes yeah that nonsense (laughs) oh yeah so i think that's one of the reasons i also like started being like no i need to be much more vocal and Mm -hmm. represent down here because especially with parkland which is one of the biggest um Mm-hmm. reasons that I started carrying. I was mm-hmm. I was actually in Parkland when Parkland happened. Really? Um, and that's your neck of the woods. You're in Florida just like we are, right? Yeah, yeah I was I was uh about less than a mile away in an outdoor park with my three year old niece mm-hmm. um when it happened and I was not armed at the time and I think that was one of the biggest, you know, kicks in the butt 
mm-hmm. for, for for me to get you know yeah always carrying and always ready yeah to participate in your second amendment rights i always tell people that because the media seems to have this notion walter you hear me saying this all the time that the media thinks that when these things happen like obviously parkland was a terrible thing to happen here in florida when this happens that people want less guns no most people are like i want to be able to defend myself because i could see this thing went down and no one was able to do anything about it Right. So I think it's a natural reaction that we get from a lot of people that like, hey, I want to start I want to start being responsible for my own safety and security and carrying. Do you feel, Joe, like that's what went through your mind? Oh, sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, police were called. It Mm -hmm. it didn't help. You know, I feel like that could happen at any time, um, anywhere. So, Mm -hmm. you know. Be your own first responder was definitely one of the lessons learned from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what's happening with most people, and and I think the uh, the the obvious empirical evidence of that is look at what happened with this whole uh, fake crisis situation that we have going on right now. With listen, I believe that there's a thing happening with COVID nineteen. I don't want the YouTube overlords thinking that I don't believe that it's a real thing but it didn't rise to the occasion of this super emergency that they made it out to be um you know obviously some people are suffering but when most people looked at that panic that the media created they were like well first thing i want to do is arm myself sorry walter go ahead sorry well when the when the authorities start releasing prisoners from jail Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I mean, and then for, and then and then yeah. start arresting people just because they're outside. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah yeah, absolutely. By the way, I see a Puerto Rican pistolero in the chat. Shout out to him. You know, shout out to the the he's being a good little husband, staying in the background. Yeah. Uh, he's he, keeping. Is he in the kitchen making you a sandwich right now? No, I'm just. Kidding. Most definitely not. He's keeping our cat from being all over the place back yeah. here. I met him too. I met these guys at Shot Show. I think I met you guys at Media Day, didn't I? Yeah. 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 yeah I met these guys out at Media Day. So, um, all right. So you're saying you you were telling us about your your journey here from a normal. Which all the guys out here like? Oh, I I don't want to be oh, yeah. normal. I agree well, with you. None of I mean, us are normal. We're all. We're all yeah, well, everybody's yeah. normal in some way. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, well, I mean, like before I, you jumped into yeah. this craziness of uh, yeah. of talking about your business on social medias, and then like you just said, everyone getting all up in it. You know, and then uh, so you ask your liberal friends, uh, mm-hmm. what? Why didn't the police do anything in Parkland? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, that's you know <laughs> when they start when they start when they start that rot, just say, yeah. well, you know, what about the? Why did they stand down? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or even let's let, so let's ask Joe this question too. You can answer that one. I think Walter that Walter just brought up. Let me ask you this: What is your political standing? You know, are you liberal? Uh, Do you consider yourself conservative? Where are you at? I grew up liberal, um, okay. which is actually something that happens to a lot of um, Latinos. I don't understand mm-hmm. how or why because my parents, if you really like talk to them and sit there and don't use the R word or the C word. And you just bring up issues and talk about it. They start agreeing with you when and then you're uh, like, what's you know, the C just, word? Oh, conservative. 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 Oh, OK. Well, okay. <laughs> and then you know, I was you thinking about another C word, but OK. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the C word now is 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Was I the only one thinking that? Or no? No, you weren't. You weren't. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. So um, I Uh, sneak attack them, and uh, you know, I get them to start agreeing with me. Oh yeah, I believe in that. And and then they, I at the end, I go, you know, you just agreed with a conservative idea, Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, so I grew up with with that, you know, liberal background in a liberal place because I'm a uh, originally a New Yorker. So, um, and then we, you know, it's the natural tendency of all New Yorkers. We move down to Florida eventually, right. To retire and die. So, (laughs) um, I think as I and destroy Florida, don't don't forget that one, retire in in Florida, retire in Florida from New York and destroy Florida and make it New York, (laughs) but worse. Exactly. But I think that's the, um, at least the evolution that I think a lot of people, my age happen, you grow up, you know, liberal, and then you join the workforce and start caring about money and start mm-hmm. caring about politics and you start caring about all these things. It's like, why, why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. This, this isn't good. So eventually it started becoming more and more conservative. So I wouldn't technically call myself a Republican. I can call myself conservative leaning, mm-hmm. um, uh, constitutional libertarian. I could say that, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. basically, I think yeah. that that makes sense, right, Walt? Sure. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I think I call it common sense. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Um, because the stuff that some of these quote unquote conservatives do is not mm-hmm. really too smart either. Yeah. Um, That's what I was going to say. Got, if you got half a brain and you can think for yourself, it's like uh, you go, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, what's going on doesn't make sense. Somebody's telling me a story, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the funny part about, I found about, I'm not going to say about all people of uh, the Latin. A lot of uh, Catholic folks in that whole bunch, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. Okay, so one sense, the Catholic Church is supposed to be like anti-abortion, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And yeah. then, right, and then the next sense, here we go, those same people that go to Catholic Church are voting for the abortion Democrats. I think, th- yeah. I think, so I think we're like, looking at the same thing with a lot of black people. I think we're looking at yeah. the same thing with a lot of people, whether whether they're people of color, like Latino, black, Asian, just people who come from outside of America in general tend to go in that direction. Even if they're like white people and coming from somewhere in Europe, uh, I know. they tend to go in that like it, I, I think a lot of people land in America and drop into the um I don't know. I don't know if I want to say democratic or liberal kind of thing, but they drop in there for some reason until until they figure it out. Even if where they come from, that's not the original thing. So either you get wrapped up and absorbed by that nonsense, or the whole time you're fighting it because it does. Walter, like you're saying, it doesn't go along with your religion, your morals, no, no, the way no. that you see the world, your heart. <laughs> but yeah, they vote for them. Yeah, because they've been told that somehow. The conservative, whatever that is, is the evil guy trying to yeah. do these things, these evil things. And it's I think like that's the, what it is. Like we think that, like that I, conservative thing means bad, or Republican means I, bad. I want you to, I want you to go out and and make all the money you can, and be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, that's but you know, and and the Democrats don't want that. They want you to be dependent on the, on them. Yeah. You know, however that is. Yeah. So Night Train says a conservative is a liberal that's been mugged. <laughs> Or taxed, or taxed. Oh well, what, like 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 uh-huh. Joe mentioned the fact. Once you got to go out, a lot of these students are liberals when mommy and daddy are paying for mm-hmm. the, all their bills. Yeah. And then when they got to go out and make a living and they get their first few checks and they go, oh what what what, what, what do you mean I don't I'm not making a hundred grand. What I'm supposed to be making a hundred grand. I'm only getting sixty five. What, what's the? <laughs> yes. 
That's when they're like, oh, where's that taxes going? Where's that tax money? I want that back. Fifty cents a gallon in gas taxes, and 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 please, you know, it's like, yeah. Well, that's why they don't want. uh, I know Trump has been pushing for that uh, payroll tax. It's because, uh, and they're opposing it, um, because people don't, or the Dems don't want you to see how much money you actually make and realize, oh, crap, that's a lot of money that you guys are taking on taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throwing a lot of it away. You guys are just yeah. throwing it away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Um, so let me ask you this before I forget here, Joe. Uh, obviously, the, the hubby is – I'm going to guess – I'm going to go. I'm gonna use my psychic karmic <laughs> powers right now. He's Puerto Rican. Yes. Oh, wow. See, I didn't even <laughs> – So what about you? What's your – where are you from? What's your uh, – I'm a – I'm a mix of Latinness. Uh, my dad is Dominican okay. from the Dominican Republic, and my mom is Colombian. Oh, nice. So I got a little uh, Caribbean Hispanic and South American Hispanic. So I kind of cover most oh, cool. of the uh, most of the bases and traditions. Yeah. Oh, cool. Very nice. Very so we're nice. not all the same. We got different traditions. So. Absolutely. Oh, no, no. A Puerto Rican's not this, and a, a Colombian's not that. That's not, you know, mixed, of, you know, cross the streams, you know what I'm saying? It ha- in modern times, it happens. Well, I mean, but you don't say, hey, you, and then they go, hey, I ain't that. Yeah. I've actually had people, because the Hispanic community is very, how do you say this, like, just open? Like, they'll mm-hmm. outright tell you, um, hey, you look fat lately. I'm like, whoa. So yeah, they're, they're totally like okay with talking about, you know, things that are usually taboo. So um, somebody, I think it was a Colombian uh, friend or maybe it was a patient uh, of mine. They, um, they asked me, what's your background? Because apparently I'm racially ambiguous to a lot of people um, in South Florida. Uh, so I told them and then they go, whoa, I have never heard of a Colombian with a Dominican. That is a rare mix. I'm like, you guys don't usually like them. I'm like, Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because there's a lot of colorism too, and yeah. uh, we don't like to talk about that. Yeah. But or you know, caste, or caste. There's a caste system yeah. oh, amongst yeah. Latinos. There's a caste system amongst Indians, Black. for example. Black uh, in this country. Um. Yes, sir. Yeah. Go to I New think, Orleans. You can see the caste system. I, I think. Yeah. I don't know if I would call what's in. I. I completely see where you're you're going for with that, Walter. I don't know if I would call it a caste system. I think black people in America have kind of like a weird. Like, what's your skin tone <laughs> thing? That's more that, like, because I think caste is more of like, you know, where where were you born into? Where are your people that you were born into? Were they always uh, highly educated? You know, muckety mucks that ran the country, or this thing or that thing. But I think yes, in America you have like a light skin, dark skin thing, which you probably have in a lot of different, probably have in a lot. Sure, of different you have places. that. You have that in every country. Yeah, but all these places everywhere is weird. I know, like. Me being from the Caribbean, there's weird stuff like that. And then being mixed, there's weird things like that. Being married to an African woman, which Lola <laughs> is, is a weird thing because Africans don't like the... If you're if you're a black person from anywhere except Africa, they don't really like you. You know. So yes, we all have these weird... Th- this is a stupid human being thing that we have to somehow get over. Well, people... <laughs> you're never going to get over that because groups, people of different groups like to be with the people, their group. Yeah. And this always you know happened. Mean, that's why you have black neighborhoods, you have Cuban neighborhoods, you have, and it's not a bad Italian thing. Italian neighborhoods or it's Irish just neighborhoods. People, right, Polish, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just people of the same thing like to be with people of their own thing, you know? I mean, you know, it's, it's, that's human nature. Um, I think, okay, I hate to go back to when you first get to America. 
I think that's a when you first get to America thing. This is what I believe, right? Because now uh, there's there's a part of that that I think is true. Like you feel more comfortable with someone who you think you can relate to. I get it, right? You feel more comfortable around people that you can speak the, the language with. But I think a lot of times when you get to America, you do clump into groups. And maybe the old people stay like that. I think definitely my parents are in that category. They never... My mom's not here anymore, but they kind of like wanted to stay in New York, stay amongst all the West Indian people, <laughs> you know, but your kids and your kids' kids don't really care about that too much. And most of us want like diversity. We like to see different people and, you know, enjoy uh, different cultures and things like that. So I think as, as time goes on, we will spread that out. Although I don't think there's anything wrong in being like proud of who you are and the foods and things like that that come from your culture and all those familiar tastes and smells and stuff like that either. There's nothing, you know. There's well, I think it's it. still, I know you're saying it's when you first come to mm -hmm. the, the U.S., um, mm -hmm. but I don't think that's true. I mean, if that were true, we wouldn't have, uh, in colleges, you have just like, <laughs> you just congregate and then you have minority sororities and fraternities. Mm -hmm. They have the right, right. Asian sorority and the yeah. blacks and the Hispanics to have their own little thing. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's just yeah. a human nature kind of thing. Yeah. It's what we're comfortable with. Yeah, that is true. You see that. I think it's like friends. So people, you know, like one of the things, I don't know if you ever saw friends. I'm not sure how old you are, but that's like an old people kind of thing. But no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely a, an older millennial. Let's oh, okay. That. All right. Um, so friends, people always complain that like in New York City, these white friends, they would have had to have black friends. I grew up in New York. That's not true. That's not yeah, true. What it's do you not, mean? Yeah, it's not automatically true that that because they're in New York, they would have white friends. It depends on the. It depends on your circle and where you, your yeah, work. It yeah, depends on a lot yeah. of different things. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and and I think it just depends on like who you are. Like I know I had a lot of friends from lots of different places. But when I, you know what, maybe high school, for example, is a good way to look at this. And it's who the person is. Like even when I was in high school, I didn't hang out with the nerds, or the jocks, or the goth. I hung out with everyone. I, I kind of did the, the same thing a little bit. Yeah, I, I had I had my friends, you know, that were my friend friends. But mm -hmm. then again, I because in order to, it's kind of a it's kind of an inf, it's like an intelligence thing. Mm -hmm. In order to know what's going on in certain areas and things going on, you got to talk to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, see, so you make friends. Yeah, friends with here. Yeah, friends yeah. with there. You know, acquaintances. Yeah. yeah, but it's true. I think it's true what Joe said. I remember in high school, like a lot of Latino people, grouped together. Hang together. Yeah, um, I remember a lot of West Indians grouped together. Same thing, Black Americans. In my school, we didn't have a lot of white guys in there, so it's probably like Walter when he went to school. The white guys always got discriminated against, <laughs> which was terrible. Like I remember getting into fights with people because I, I, you know, I had a friend who was white. Like that, like when other guys would try to beat him up, we're like, "What the hell is wrong with you guys?" You know. So that's kind of like a flip thing of what happens. I guess it's. You know, going back to it, it's human nature. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, okay, so we were talking, what were we talking about here? Uh, you were talking no, about background. your ethnic background. Ethnicity. Ethnic, yeah, ethnicity. <laughs> we're not really even divided into, into a lot of ethnicities, believe it or not. So, like, if I was looking at you, right, and this might sound terrible to someone out there, but if I was looking at you, you have very native Indian, native Indian features, or, or yeah. do, you, do you see what I'm saying? Oh, so, for sure. Yeah. So I, if someone was to say, well, where do you think she's from? That's very difficult. It could be there's people in Mexico that have native Indian features. There's people in South America that there's native Indians there. 
right? Even in Guyana, I was born in Guyana in South America, and there's Indians native to the Amazon that live there. So, you know, that's like when you see that, you see it. Like if you look at Walter over there, that's probably White what guy. a freaking, that's what a Cro-Magnum caveman looked yeah. like <laughs> right there. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm very conflicted about doing, I, I would love to do a DNA test because mm-hmm. my, if you just put all my cousins together in like one picture, mm-hmm. you'd be like, this is a, this is the same family. This makes no sense. Even my brother and I, mm-hmm. um, my brother, he, I think the, he's actually extremely, uh, racially ambiguous he i would say if you just looked at him real quick you would think he was arab okay. he's um just like a shade lighter than than mm-hmm. you and and just mm-hmm. you know very racially ambiguous and i have mm-hmm. blonde cousins and i have mm-hmm. blonde cousins with dominican hair and yeah. blue eyes and then right. super dark so i just i <laughs> would love for us to do you know uh, a dna test because we have a ton of uh, you know a really interesting mix of a ton of um you know, late, uh, Native American like Taino and Inca, mm-hmm. and then you and know, you've got, you, you must have yeah. European blood in there. Of course, Look, yeah. yeah. There's blue yeah. eyes someplace. Yeah, yeah. Somebody. No, it's just so. So weird it's. Mix. It is a weird thing. Like Walter teases me all the time because he's like, "Oh, you're from everywhere." And I did a genetic test, and there's lots of different things. Uh, mixed in there, and I, my family is the same exact way. You will see people that look like they're just straight up African. In my family, and these are very close cousins of mine. And then you see other ones, like on my mom's side, the Indian side, who look just like Walter, blue eyes just like Walter, and everything. What? Yeah, absolutely. There's a complete rainbow. Because we have all of that. We have all of that mixed into who we are. And the way that genetics works is so weird that it just it just picks it just picks these things out. And one person gets this, this person gets a completely different thing, yet they could be you know, they could, uh, they could be related. Like my, my father has gray eyes, you know, and, um, and it's always been like a weird thing. I didn't even realize that when I was a kid, but if you, but if you look at it, he has straight up gray eyes. He always had those gray eyes. So somewhere in there, there's some kind of European thing, but it's really very faint. There's a lot of other things that override his genetics, but that thing managed to uh, kick in somehow, (laughs) you know? So. Uh, they're in the chapter. They're talking about you and being electrocuted again. So <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Armament and Axes gave us two bucks. He says um, two dollars to spike your mohawk '80s style. What is '80s style spike? No, like actual clumps of spikes. Remember, they would put a lot. Of, oh, uh, oh, like a like a yeah, like, a, like, the, a, like the punk, punk rock. rock. Yeah, punk, punk rockers. Rock thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I might do yeah. that. I've, I've done that's, that's yeah. That's pretty art. That's a lot of art. That's like art, man. To get yeah. your thing to. Yeah, do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think you should drop the uh, your product, your hair products, in, in the chat or something. Cause I, I I'd be interested to try it. That that's it looks really healthy. Oh, you want to know what it is? <laughs> yes. Oh, the hair thing that I use. Yeah. Oh. Um. Okay. I'll I'll. You know what? One day I'll bring in a bottle of that hair thing. I've got to look. It's What's the, the name of the thing the, that I use? The, I think it's the organics olive oil cream yeah some kind of organic it's just olive, olive oil, oil. Thing. it's a green bottle it's just olive oil cream it's that's just it. awesome genetics that's it but you're, <laughs> that's you're, well speaking of speaking of genetics i mean a lot of people i think are scared to do it because mm-hmm. they'll find out that things yeah. are not what they've always been told yeah my uh my brother-in-law is uh always always said he was italian he wrestled <laughs> italy so hard he, like, yeah. during the world cup he wears italy shirts he did it and he found out he's like one percent italian oh okay like, 98 percent german so he's like no <laughs> first of all one percent is better than uh what's the name of that pocahontas chick 
Oh, Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't yeah. even one percent. So you could tell him he could still represent <laughs> for Italians <laughs> with one percent. I guess, you know. But yeah, this yeah. Dude, there's something. You know what? I feel like a lot of the older people in the like. So my family, when we did the genetic thing, my father didn't really want to do it. My mother didn't really want to do it, and and we're all like, hmm. Does this have something to do with back in the back in the sixties and seventies? The postman or the milkman? Yeah, they don't want people to start finding out. Like, oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, guess oh, what? They, they, uh, legit, they legitimately find out. Like, ooh, mm. someone was not. Oh yeah, that happened. Yeah. One of my uh, one of my patients confided in me and said he had found a brother he never knew he had. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe well, it's not it, a good idea. No, I don't know. I think it yeah, is a good get, idea to know. I'll be, I'd rather know. Well, it was interesting. And yeah. I, I haven't been lied to. I haven't been lied to. Yeah. So. Yeah. My mm. brother actually thought, so my whole life, my brother, and if you look at a picture of all of us, we are almost like clones. Okay. We sound the same. We look the same. All of that stuff. But my older brother always thought that he was somehow like a like my mother cheated on my dad. <laughs> and that's because he did not want to accept that he's related to us. <laughs> So this was always his thing through his whole life, through his whole life. This was a thing for him. Um, and I remember there were like whole, whole big like blow ups in the family before, like back in the early 90s, before we could do these genetic tests. And there were all these blow ups and everything like that. But yeah, we all did it. We're all related. We all, you know, we all came from my mom and dad, <laughs> you know, but I'm still expecting maybe my dad has some other, there might be some other children out there. <laughs> that can come out. You never know, but it's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not scared well, of that. I'm, I think that's fine. I don't have yeah, an issue the, with it. Yeah, if that if those other children ever do a genetic test, it'll. Yeah. 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 So here's one thing I can warn you, Joe. You will on if you're what else, what's the one we use? Uh, what's what's the DNA? Uh, ancestry. At, we use ancestry. There's always someone popping up on there. That's my cousin, <laughs> and I just block. I, I actually, um, my mom's side of the family, I'm not very fond of. They're still in Colombia, so they're always like trying to talk to me on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, thank you. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Someone says they didn't. Who was it that said? Someone in the chat said they didn't want. Oh, Brian Quick says, I won't do it because it's a database and it's stored and the government gets access to it. Yeah. But there is a very complicated way to get it like fake. And I was looking into it, but it's just it was just so much of a hassle. You got to like have somebody in another state, mail it to them, then mail it to somebody else. And it like it, you just got to like what um, are we doing all this mailing for so that the government doesn't know? Doesn't yeah, so they it to couldn't you? track you who it is. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the government's been tracking us. I'm pretty sure they're tracking us either way. Mm -hmm. I, I get where people are coming from. But you know what? Ultimately, I think it's good to know some of this stuff. There's some genetic yeah. things. That you can have, you might be predisposed to some, you know, some genetic uh, health issues and different things like that. I think I think overall it's good to know. And the biggest reason why I wanted to know was to show my kids because they're always saying like, "What are we? You know, where where do we come from?" People always want to. When my boys were little, they looked straight up Indian when they were babies. And it made Lola very mad because she would go out to the mall and stuff with them. And people thought she was just a little African au pair. And it really made her very angry because they were like, oh, whose kids are these? And she's like, oh, these are my kids. They're like, no, they're not your kids. <laughs> so, you know, I think that it's 
there's people out there who are always asking this, right? Like you're saying, people always asking, like, oh, where are you from? What's the, what's your thing? Well, so, it, it, regardless of what they want to tell you, mm-hmm. that we're all the same. We're not all the same, okay? Mm-hmm. And and people need to know where they're from, mm-hmm. because it gives them a sense of being. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you if you're if you're some kid growing up and you don't know anything about where you come from, where your background, other people are saying, "Hey, I'm this, I'm hey, that, I think I'm a tie." Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, and you have a, I'm a like, uh, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't fall. You don't. You don't have a sense of, uh, of your your place. Mm-hmm. You know, good or bad or whatever. Yeah. You, know, you want to know who to you... root for at the end of the world? Like, okay, I'm only <laughs> back in the Germans. Well, if you need to get to the if you got to go to Sicily and hide out, you need to know you got some Italian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> if, if you I want show to work in, Sicily, in a casino, <laughs> if I show up in Sicily and I tell them I'm Italian, there are white Italians too, by the way, but not mm. from Sicily. <laughs> They're oh, the well, northern Italians. Right. So okay. yeah, yeah, so. yeah. A practical reason: uh, you need to know who to root for in the World Cup once the USA yeah. gets knocked out. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, somebody true. was Who's, saying that Mexico beat Germany in the World Cup. I, I, it's the, I the World Cup is not going on right now, right? No, no, no I don't of course think so. not. Nothing's going on, right? Who won the last World Cup? Who knows? I can't remember. Uh, I can't. Yeah. I, I always, I, I always root for Ghana because I don't have any choice with Lola. <laughs> I got, I got to root for Ghana to win. <laughs> I, I think I, they came close a couple of years ago. They came kind of close. I would probably root sometimes for the underdog. You know, they hadn't yeah. been there before. You know, yeah. But, and most of us, like, I know I spent a lot of my life rooting for Pele, so that's Brazil, I guess, right? Is Pele Brazil? Uh, yeah, Pele, yeah. Brazil, yes. yeah. Is it Pele or Pele? I think it's Pele, Walter. It's Pele. Yeah. There Pele. you go, Walter. We've Something outvoted like, yeah. you. We've outvoted you, Walter. That's good. I don't From that, now I'm on, it's Pele to you, sir. <laughs> Keeler. <laughs> Walter Keeler. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, all right, let's see here. What are the other things... Uh, Ryan Quick says soccer's a commie sport. <laughs> soccer's cool. <laughs> soccer's not a commie sport. Yeah, Come soccer's on. cool. Come on now. Don't be like that. I think if in high school when I was growing up, if they would have played had soccer as a sport, they didn't have it then. Mm-hmm. It wasn't part of the, mm-hmm. you know, it hadn't, hadn't caught on then. I probably would have tried to play that a little bit. Yeah. I could have played football too. Yeah. So let's see. So tell us, Joe, what do you do for a living? Can you talk about that? Sounded to me like oh. you're in the medical field. I am in the medical field. I don't want to get too in detail, but I mostly work with, um, I work in family medicine. I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm actually hoping to be one one day. Mm -hmm. Um, My entire family is in medicine. They're all my brother, my sister, their spouses, they're all ER doctors. So Mm -hmm. COVID-19 has been interesting in our family. Um, Have any of them gotten sick in this whole thing? No, no. You're you're Um, in the south of Florida here. Yeah, no, they've been very lucky. Um, Mm-hmm. They're all okay. Routinely getting tested. I've already tested twice. I swore I had it. I did the antibody test. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got my results two days ago. I was like mm-hmm. disappointed. I'm like, it's negative. I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> we are creating all kinds of problems, like mental things with people now where people are mad if they don't have the antibodies. I just, I've seen so many people who've had it in, in our office and I'm like, how is this possible? How I must have like the world's best immune system or those N95s really work. This thing yeah. is not really that different from, uh, any other flu. Maybe for people who actually get it, it's a little bit more. Look, you know what? There was a, um, I was watching one of the briefings with Trump uh, before we started this. 
And he was talking about, where was that? Was that, um, what state was that? North Dakota. North Dakota. Do you know that North Dakota didn't stop people from going to the hospital? No. No, North Dakota kept elective visits going. Yeah. They just yeah. shut down, I think, schools and few little things, but everything else they let go. And they're fine. I think that was a huge mistake shutting the hospital down. Sorry. That was a big mistake that we made. We should have been ready. Like, let's say, what? let's say, like, South Florida has a high activity. We just get ready to maybe, you know, okay, we throw up some more hospitals, get people yeah, but, there or whatever. But this thing that we did of just shutting everything down is, is we're going to pay for me it for I'm, a while. Correct me if I'm mistaken. Every place they threw up a hospital didn't use it. Yeah, they didn't. No. So once no. again, that was that was uh, that was false. That was it didn't happen. Well, yeah. down down here we weren't overwhelmed. I mean, I know the numbers show that we South Florida had um, the highest you know rate of infection than in all of Florida, but our hospitals were not overwhelmed at and, all. Yeah. And, and, correct- and they've actually fired a ton of or furloughed or fired a ton of healthcare. Yeah. Workers, PAs, doctors—they've all had more, their hours cut or furloughed. Yeah, and more will lose their jobs if we don't uh, get back to well, capacity real fast. Yeah, and and I always wonder now. Okay, you everybody—they're pushing the testing, right? Test, test, mm-hmm. test. Now, if you test positive but you're not sick, and you might not ever get sick, right? Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You just—it's just in your blood. You're a number. You're part of that three thousand this is where they start this is where they start um tracking you with well um, well that and that uh hr six 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 nonsense we have three thousand cases in southern dade county yeah do you have three thousand active cases or do you have just three thousand people with tested positive how do they name this i I wanted to ask that i'm like okay so that we were talking about the bill because if you had three thousand people that were sick You'd have a problem. Yeah, yeah. But if you only have three hundred people that are sick and 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 the rest just have it in their bloodstream, and they're not sick, you don't have a problem. No, no. But we were also talking, Walter, about the HR. Um, hold on. What was it? What was it, Joe? It was uh, HR sixty six sixty six. Yeah. And and going back to what you just said about how they name them, I I want to know if they're like chronological because I know like the big other one that everybody was talking about in the gun community recently was the the five seven one seven one. Um. Are they in chronological order, or is there like an Emperor Palpatine fan uh, in Congress that's going execute order sixty six sixty six? Yeah, know, like come on. Yeah. I as mean, soon as I saw that, I was like popped in my yeah. head. HR six 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 six. And guess what? That's the one where we're gonna track everyone that has this COVID nineteen, and and we're gonna start like forcing people to have vaccines and do this thing and do that thing, and we'll just put a bunch of sixes in front of it. Because nobody's going to freak out about that. <laughs> I, and, well, it doesn't and I thought, actually. It doesn't actually say anything about vaccines. I know that's a rumor that's been well, going why, everywhere. But I mean, why do they? But, good, why, but why do they want to track you? Uh, uh, they want. Okay, so I read the bill, and it says uh, it's mostly about uh, providing funds for places that will, or, or institutions, companies, whatever that will um, either conduct testing or develop. Um, technology for contact tracing. So that obviously freaks people out because, you know, that's, oh my God, they're infringing my rights. They're going to trace me. They're going to track me. Um, We already do that to some extent with Mm. some medical things like Mm. HIV. Well, there's some things that need to be tracked beyond. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know, when we have patients who come out positive for something, we are legally obligated to report to them your address, your phone number, all this information. Yeah, all this stuff. So they're already doing that to some extent. But obviously, this is going to step the game up. And they literally want to track you 
with your iPhone. So that's well, the worry. Mm -hmm. They were they're advertising around here, you know, go get free testing, free testing. And I thought for a second, it's like, oh, maybe I'll get tested, see what it's like. And after that, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I think they're gonna, we don't, they're gonna we don't get trust all my the info. enough. Yeah, that's the problem. I, I you know, yeah. uh, no, that's OK. How come the government doesn't get this? Like, I, I, I think you're right, Joe. There's reasons why we track things and we track what's going on with people. And I get all of that. And I think everyone reasonably gets that. But we also have very little faith in the government. And that's not our problem. That's their problem. Right? They the created that problem. Yeah, they created it. They're too massive. They're always getting all up in people's uh, beeswax. Business. Yeah. yeah. So they're the ones who need to fix stuff. And it's why we don't trust them. Right. We've already got social security numbers and all kinds of numbers attached to us that are supposed to be secure. People are always stealing that and using it or whatever. I think I think it's valid that we don't want to immediately jump into anything with these people, even though no one wants to be sick. No one wants to make their family sick or other people that they care about. We all want to be better and make the world a better place. But I mean, come on, man, we can't just tell us that and then we we jump to it. You know, I'm not I'm not advocating for people to just run around and spread the virus or anything. I'm, I mean, I'm I am in an interesting position where I I'm on both sides. I'm, you know, pro liberty, pro freedom. You know, don't tell me what to do. But at the same time, it's like my parents are really old. My, my dad is in his 80s, 83. So I'm taking this very seriously. I am wearing masks when I go to the store and to all these places. And I understand why people don't want to, but that's fine. I choose to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't make me, you know, less of a, you know, freedom lover. It's just, I'm trying to protect the people that, you know, are susceptible to it, but that's my choice. And I'm not going to give you a dirty Karen look. If I see you at Costco without a mask, that's your choice. Yeah. I you just choose to protect myself. Yeah. You go can't ahead, go to Costco here without a mask. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. And um, also, can I say can I just say this? Like today I got my haircut legally. Um in the past, <laughs> I think the last time I got a haircut 2 weeks ago, that wasn't above board, I guess. I wasn't, you know. So, <gasps> yeah, terrible. Evil. <laughs> so I got my haircut and so I got my haircut and uh my barber Mo was wearing a mask. He, you know, and they they want people to wear masks. I wore a mask. It's not like I don't feel like I need to do it. But if it makes him comfortable, if it makes people coming in there, and actually other people can't come in there. Everyone has to wait outside. But, you know, people are looking at other people and seeing what's going on. So to how me, do you get, if, huh? how do you get a haircut with a mask on? Um, I had it on and then I took it off, which is why it's totally yeah, insane. Because it, it, yeah. once he got down to a certain thing, he had to take it off. But he wore a mask the whole time. But, but you understand what I'm saying. It's like it's a silly game that we're playing. And I agree with that. In some cases, I also agree with what you're saying. If you're dealing with people that you feel are at risk and you don't exactly know what's up with you, you don't want to feel like you're responsible for passing that on to someone. And if you feel that way, that's 100% your business. We can all laugh at the people in their cars with masks on. <laughs> you know, like I you could be in the middle of the. <laughs> Yeah. I can't hardly stop when I see somebody. I look right at them and start laughing. It's like, what? Yeah, but you can be, you know what? I saw Matthew McConaughey on the on the news this early this morning before. Was I don't know if it was, I think maybe it was on YouTube or something that I saw him doing a news interview. And first of all, I have to say that he wasn't the weird Matthew McConaughey from the commercials. So I was really happy. <laughs> and he was just talking like a normal person, so I appreciate that. And he was saying, you know, 
like it's detrimental if we try to be on one side or the other. If you're wearing a mask, then you know you're a conservative. If uh, you're you're a liberal, if you're not wearing it, you're a conservative or whatever. Like this doesn't really have to do with that. I think we can be in the middle of these things, and everyone can make choices like adults. And in in a case, they might go, okay, I'm gonna wear this. I don't want to, but if you if you need me to do it for this little brief period of time, I'll do it. And then I won't do it when you know I'm responsible for just me. Um, I, I think it's if you just have common sense. Like I, for instance, in my particular city, mm-hmm. um, it you cannot supposedly go outside without a face mask on, even if you're by yourself in the middle of nowhere. That's, um, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah it's silly. It's silly. It's yeah. The, yeah. yeah. The first, I think, two weeks of that you know, edict or law, whatever it is, um, being passed. Everybody, you saw people wearing masks, like Mm -hmm. going for a jog. I tried that. I, I, you know, I, I love running outside. I, you know, I think I made it to like two miles before I started having an asthma attack. Trying to mask through a mask. (laughs) I was like, screw this. So so now I'm like, I don't care. I carry it on my arm in case, you know, I have a cop. I live right next door to the cop. So, you know, in case the cops decide to pull me over for that while I'm running. But, you know, you know, honestly, if a cop I, were to do that when you're running out there by yourself, that's insane. I understand. You know, that's just stupid as well. Yeah. Is. Yeah. It's yeah. Stupid. When but I was so far, anything like that going on. So. Yeah. When I was explaining it to Mo, I was like, listen, if if you're wearing a mask, that's to keep you sick. That, no. Yeah. That's to keep you from getting me from sick. Spewing. If you want me to wear one, that's for me. That's to keep me from getting you sick. You know, and I was like, if it makes you feel comfortable or it makes the other people who have to come here, like they don't want to say, oh, how come that guy wasn't doing something? I'll wear it. And then even like you just said, how did he cut my hair without taking it? And even (laughs) at some point. So I was like, listen, this is all silly, but hey, let's play the game. Because what's the point of, you know, in, in this case, I'm just happy that he's able to open and legally make some money without worrying about getting arrested. Because unfortunately, Walter, he's not like a cute blonde chick who's going to be all over the news if he gets arrested for cutting hair and then people will bail him out and put money into GoFundMe for him. So, you know, we got to remember that. Oh, I, I feel I feel for the people that got to try to make a living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, but once again, you know, <laughs> yeah, the mask, the mask. It's, I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to wear a masquerade mask. There we go. And, yeah. you you know, uh, it, it, it gets to the point it's it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Your eyes are still exposed to all that. People got cracks in the mask. People are touching their faces. Your skin just on the is mask. I see people wearing it down here with yeah, their nose sticking like, out. It, yeah, it's it, it, people are wearing dust masks. I seen a guy with a dust mask on, like a, and it's like it's just silly. Yeah, you know, it gets to the point where it's uh, like. And, well, and it, the, the mask I was wearing was not an N95. It was one of those uh, tactical things that we wear when we're training for. You know, I mean, to, I can throw, I can throw your a face and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Hey, Lola, but pass me that mask that's right there. On my on my shirt, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not really a mask. It's not an N95. It's not doing it's anything. It's just a rag. It's yeah. a rag. <laughs> it's a do rag, basically. Mask. Yeah, this is what I wore. It's a piece of cloth. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, it's a yeah, I got one of those too. Yeah, I wear that when I'm doing it. For, it's you know, so silly. Get in trouble. I put it on my arm. It's like oh, I got it right here, but I'm not gonna wear it. Yeah, it's not this doing isn't anything. saving anybody. But guess what? The, it's this is a fabric. Mm-hmm. It you see the it's open. Yeah, right. We might as well wear the beads. Do you remember the woman who had the beads 
And that was her mask. Do you remember that? She made a. Oh a yeah, mask yeah, yeah. Made it out of beads. You might as yeah, well have yeah. the beads. But yeah, this is silly. But guess what? It's a placebo. It's like when you're crossing the light, and there's the button there for you to press because yeah, you how, think that's going to change the flow of traffic. That how, doesn't change flow of traffic. The traffic how is. How long timed. does this? How long does this silliness have to go on for? It's not. It's not fixing anything. This and, is, and okay. And if and if and if Dade if Dade and Brower are having a problem, make the rules apply to Dade and Brower. Thank you. I if I, if one area is not having or, or Wyoming's not having a problem, guess what? They don't need to wear a mask in Yosemite mm-hmm. National Park or Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. The buffalo ain't gonna get it, you know. Mm-hmm. So well, in in terms of Florida, they they did do that. Um, you guys were the northern part of Florida was op- able to open. You guys, I don't yeah. know what phase you guys are. Are you guys at phase two yet, or are you still in phase one? I don't know. Um, I'm not even keeping track of phases. So. I never was any phase because I work at my own shop. So. Yeah, I've worked the and whole I, time. And I live, I live with everybody except one person that I that I work with, and he's his wife and his kids are at home. So there's yeah. no exposure. I mean, it's just, you know. Well, Broward and Miami-Dade are still technically locked down. We're supposed to be, I don't know about Miami-Dade, because they were supposed to do it together so that people wouldn't be like like. But what about walking. me? What about them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, uh, why can, can they go to the beach and I can't go to the beach? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we're supposed to be opening to phase one on Monday, but no beaches yet. Mm. So. Okay. I can tell you, I'm going to look it up right now because I was looking at it before we came on here. So let me see. I'll throw this up here well, for you guys. So I'm in Alachua County right now. It's not where I live. But I can tell you guys, I'll throw this up on here just as a little tidbit of information. And then we are going to talk about guns whoever's out there like you know can you guys talk about guns because you're driving us crazy we're gonna get to that here in a second yeah, um, well, I, I, just the whole mess yeah just driving alachua me. county covid19 update <laughs> a total of 324 covid19 cases four in the last uh in the, the my, something's blocking it but uh four new so they've gotten four new cases so 324 in all this time do you That's guys nothing. know do you guys know that as Joe was saying, the hospitals here are going to lay off a lot of people, more than 300 people in each of those hospitals in the first wave of layoffs. Like, what are we talking about here? Why, why yeah. you, if you bump the numbers, real numbers before this whole thing started with people being sick mm-hmm. and dying, no, it's not a, it's not a pandemic in most places. So it yeah. never was a pandemic in most places. Yeah. So. Uh, did you did you want to jump in there and say something there, Joe? Uh, well, just that we're now finding evidence that, you know, there's been cases since December. Mm-hmm. So clearly we weren't in a lockdown in December and January. So yeah. which we all think that we have. And then we're and then we're upset if we didn't have it. And we don't have because everybody mm-hmm. wants to have antibodies. What's well, I, I got I, the I, antibodies, son. Last day of SHOT Show, I felt like crap coming home on the airplane. I felt like crap. And I had oh, a weird, I had the weird, uh, like cough, dry cough, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But it didn't last for weeks. Mm-hmm. But I had a couple, three days where I felt like crap, and it took about two weeks to get everything back to normal. Um, I think, I think everybody who got the shot show cooties thinks they had COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, pretty much. <laughs> we were joking. We were, we were joking about it there, you know. But yeah, and people were uh, getting mad, and 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 yeah, people were seriously mad if you said that. I remember Roy from Brownells got really mad at me. Cause I was like, you know, you got that COVID. <laughs> he was like, No, I don't. Don't even. Don't put that. Don't you put your COVID nineteen on me. My wife says that Pinellas County is in phase one and should be in phase two soon. Oh, so Lola, what phase are we in in Gainesville? 
one. What does that mean? What does phase one mean? I don't know. I think it's uh, just a certain percentage. Yeah, the barbershops are open. Yeah. Yeah, barbershops are open two. here. We're, yeah, we're in two uh, then. The we're in restaurants two. are open at 25%, which is... Yeah, barbershops uh, open, then you guys are in phase two. I think they're, yeah, I think they're open here. I see, don't know. See how crazy this is? This I makes you know. no sense. We are destroying the economy. We are coming Over up with like $12 trillion. Okay, $12 trillion. People are going to lose. People have already lost their jobs. Businesses have already gone out of business over well, something that, okay, it's a thing, but it wasn't a thing that rose to the occasion. We went through World War II and didn't shut everything down. We went through World War One, World War Two. Yeah, uh, we went through 9-11 been, uh, and didn't shut everything down like this. Well, there's no reason to, yeah. I mean, what's what's happening? Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's, it's control is what it is. Yeah. And the longer they can tell you that you're you, you might get sick, you might get sick. You better wear that mask. Yeah. Um, the longer people keep doing it and or don't go to the beach or don't do this or don't go to church or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. um, the longer it'll go on. Yeah. So. so who wants to talk about some gun stuff? You want to talk about some. Gun what do you stuff? got? What have we got? Yeah. Enough of this Lola's trying to point out stuff to me. You're not the boss of me, Lola. I'm my own <laughs> boss. I'm going to find some gun news. Yeah, here. I'm my own boss. I will do what I want. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> Let's talk about guns, but not because Lola is saying that we should talk about guns. Okay? Let's talk about it because we want to, Lola. We decided at this moment we want to talk about that. <laughs> we'll change it. Change yeah, Joanna, I know someone was asking, like, what guns do you have? You know, what guns are you into? What's your favorite guns? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there tell you us go. your whole sure. gun history because the ATF is listening. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start with the first gun I ever shot, which is pretty embarrassing. A uh, first got, gun I ever shot was a Springfield XD 45. That was probably around uh, 2007, 2008, okay. maybe. And um, I knew nothing about guns. Uh, I've always I'd always been super like, I want to do this. But um, my husband actually got me into guns. Um, he grew up with a lot of uh, his friends being in the military because we're you know, 9-11 kids, so pretty much are teens. So pretty much, um, you know, everybody we knew pretty much went into the military. So he had a ton of military friends. He wanted to be in the military. He couldn't because of a health issue. Mm -hmm. um, so he was always a super gun person. So he, he got me to shoot the forty five. Um, so wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and, say, hold on a second. So you went shooting because we got, yes. we, we need to know. We need to break this down into its most minute details to embarrass him as much as possible. <laughs> He took He's you much shoot better now. <laughs> He's much better with better guns now. Well, but he yeah, took you shooting and gave you a forty-five. Why? Yes. What was I, the... That's that's what he owned, and okay. he taught. I think he 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 taught all his girlfriends, not girlfriends like who was dating, but his friends who were girls. Uh, all these, he, um, you know. Can I just can an... I just interject again? <laughs> There's no such thing as friends who were girls. Friend. I know he told you that, and this might no, be breaking. I bet they're great. No, this might be breaking the guy code here a little bit. But you're on the show with us, and he's not on the show. So we're just gonna tell you. There's no. no. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying to create. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So, I had a bunch of girls how to shoot with a 45. Uh -huh. Right. And right, I, don't, right. I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it. They didn't have a problem with it because I, I immediately turned around after leaving the, the range and it was a little mom and pop uh, gun store range. Mm -hmm. And I went to the counter and I said, I need one of these, uh, just not 45. So he's like, you want you just want the same gun in a nine? I'm like, sure. 
So I didn't even know how to like, I didn't know what I was doing. He just hands me the gun. You know, you're supposed uh -oh. to handle it and fly yeah. and check out. I didn't oh, know. He just handed it to me. So he just gave it to you. He just gave you the gun. Didn't he give you any instructions? Um, no, he know. didn't teach me how to shoot, but I was just, you know, uh, I have arthritis in my hand. So I definitely wasn't doing the, the, the rocking. Can I just say I, something? I, this seems like his dating thing that he did. <laughs> like took the girls out on a date, try to show them that he was big macho guy. Oh, oh, check no. out my 45. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing him. What was so when you shot the 45, did you not like the recoil that you felt it? What, what was it you didn't like? It was too much muzzle flip. What what didn't you like about the 45? Uh, well, I, I touched on it just now. I have I have pretty weak hands because I okay. have uh, arthritis. No arthritis. So okay. I I said I, when I came out, I, I think I handled it pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. I'm not. Especially now, years and years later, I I handle guns much better. I don't I don't care what caliber it is yeah. now. I've, he I've says I'm killing him. He says I'm killing him. This is how it goes, my friend. <laughs> this is how it goes. It's gonna get worse from here. You wanted us to talk about guns. We are here talking about guns. We're gonna do it our way. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, yeah. so I just came out of there and I said, let me get a smaller version of whatever mm -hmm. this is. And mm -hmm. I ended up with my first gun, which was the Springfield XD9, which okay. I don't own anymore. Before anybody um, mm -hmm. gets upset, I, I sold that gun. Mm -hmm. So this when, I, uh, when Lola and I first got into this, Lola, actually, we had a, a Springfield uh, XD9, I believe. Right, Lola? Yeah. I think so. She had one. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, we sold it. But I know people get mad, including me, at Springfield with everything that happened politically. But if you if you bought something already from Springfield and they did this nonsense, that doesn't mean you have to go sell your thing. And even if you're out there and you I really didn't, like it. I them. didn't sell it for that reason, though. I became – as as – as my gun knowledge mm -hmm. grew and I got to shoot more guns, which I still haven't shot, you know, I know people have real, I've shot this and I've shot that and I own this and I own that. Uh, but just as we, I became more experienced and trained more, um, I started becoming a little bit of a snob. And one day I was at the range and I said, <laughs> I hate this trigger. It's so mushy. Oh, trigger. And then, okay. Yeah. And then I went and just sold it and got a CZ. So that's, yeah. uh, Oh, see what CZ do you have? I have the CZ seventy five Phantom. That's mm, probably my one of my favorite right now. That's that's okay. my. Is that your concealed carry or? It's not. Okay. Um, I have a variety of concealed carry. Uh, right now, I know a lot of people feel some kind of way about three eighty, but it's just a size issue. I, you know, I don't wear super baggy clothes, mm -hmm. so the three eighty. Uh, I have an LCP mm -hmm. two. Yeah. Don't show any I, guns, Walter. I I'm see, thinking about it. I so see badly. you looking. I know. I see you looking around. Looking. Don't mm. do I it. Just, I uh, a lot of people don't like that gun, but I shoot really well with it. I'm I'm very accurate with it, so I don't have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. So and I, I feel comfortable with it. And that's my that's one of my carry guns. So yeah, I for the people who hate on 380, Walter, you can jump in here. Walter is a big tough guy. He carries a 380. Um, I don't want to put words in your in your mouth, Walter, but I think you mostly do it because you like to pocket carry, right? I have a thirty-two actually. I carry Keltec in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. so well, yeah. pocket carry is a way of life in Florida. We wear shorts, and you know. And the just... main thing with any gun, you, you got to hit your target, mm -hmm. and you can have the biggest, baddest pocket carry gun, and if you miss, they're gonna do you no good. So well, that's yeah. why training is so important. If you yeah, if yeah. you you know carry three eighty, make sure you get to you know range time and, and become accurate in, with that mm -hmm. gun. Mm -hmm. I think also like 380 technology has come has improved a little bit over time. Yeah, well, you, you yeah, know, there's better so. rounds and stuff, but the yeah. main thing is is putting rounds on, not yeah. shooting someone's arm off. You know, you want to go center of mass. You know, mm -hmm. Come on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't think there's and there's some good 
380 guns out there. So in the polymer realm, they're really like a lot, some things were too light, I feel, right? Like I've had the Keltec P P3AT and stuff like that. And I think we still I think we still do have that. And it has its benefits if you're really up close and all that. I really um one of the things that got me into single stack was the the Glock 42. Because I felt like that was the first polymer 380 that I shot that was actually um accurate you know at a little bit longer distances and everything and i had that up until they came out with the glock 43 and then i just went because oh it's nice and then i have it yeah and then i sold it to walter so yeah. and it's still yeah. it's still out there it's still basically my gun even though i sold it's it like to right over never mind <laughs> oh, sorry I won't do yeah that. shout out to tony simon i see tony simon in the chat um okay Hi, tony. so you had um okay so let's see we're going the progression here what rifles do you have Let's go into some rifles. Um, I know you have. like bullpups, right? You're a fan of bullpups. Oh, I love them. There we go. See? I know you're a big fan. <laughs> um, so I actually uh, want to get into competition shooting. Um, okay. We have a, a, you know, a steel uh, shooting um, club down here. So I'm going to, you know, COVID kind of messed that up for me. My mm -hmm. schedule on things I had planned to do. But uh, I have a Ruger 1022 takedown, which I love to shoot. That thing is just awesome for plinking. Mm -hmm. And then uh, <clears throat> ARs, we have a couple of them. We have a PSA, uh, Palmetto State Armory, uh, you know, one we kind of built. And then um, my husband's is a... Uh, oh, we have the, the Celtic Sub 2000. Great gun. I know a lot of people don't like Celtic, but I happen to love Celtic. They're great. Mm -hmm. um that's a lot of fun you know it's great to i love takedown anything that you can fold is fun i think that's a lot of fun caltech makes um, cool stuff they make cool stuff and and yeah. some of it works not everything but some things work pretty good so yeah uh our other ar is the smith and wesson mmp um and oh and then we have the grand Streebog, which uh, i love that thing that is so much fun um it's just when you take someone out shooting, I just took out a couple people shooting recently and, you know, they're always so intimidated by these, these rifles or these, you know, carbines and they're like, I oh, don't know, that looks scary. And it's like, no, try it. And then, um, they try it and they're just like, oh, I shot everything yeah. on point. It's, it's like, you can't miss. It's, it's great. Yeah. So what, what stock do you have on your Strybog? Cause I'm not uh, sure. Oh, cause I, I know, know, I know a guy that makes a really good stock, Walter, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we make we make stocks and braces for the street bog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, street bog, however you want to say yeah, it. Yeah, uh, you know, potato, potato. Uh, HKs. I'm not, I'm not super geeky when it comes to gun gun parts. Like I just installed a trigger um, the other a couple weeks ago, and I felt like oh, I got to do this, and and because I. <laughs> I'm, I'm always like all thumbs when it comes to like parts and stuff and taking it apart. I'm always afraid I'm going to break it or I'm going to do something wrong. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to get more into it, getting more educated about guns and their parts and how they work. And I watch videos on it and I'm like, that's just like science. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, it's really easy. I mean, with the yeah. YouTube now, yeah. all you got to do is if you don't understand something, you can watch a video and go, Oh, okay. I see how that, yeah. I do it sometimes. Yeah. yeah, someone's made a video. By the way, if you if you're looking for something and no one made a video, um, you need to figure it out somehow. Reach out to someone in the community and then make a video about it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know I, mean, I know YouTube comes down on people that do like those kinds of videos sometimes. Well, so. they don't get paid for it. I don't think it. you can. I don't <laughs> think you can uh, 
do certain instructional stuff. No, not so. anymore. Not anymore. They kind of met. well, you, mean, if you're not monetizing it, it's fine. Yeah, you can post all you want. You just don't make yeah. any money on. It. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, if they, you guys they, are starting out, that's a good way to go. Sorry, Walter. Go ahead. No, I was just saying they still make tons of money on your video, but you don't yeah. make any. Yeah. So I mean, you know. But if you're helping people, I think that's what's important. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you guys on GoStreamer? Sorry. Go ahead, Walt. I'm just gonna say it's a good way to get your name out there too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys uh, sign up for GunStreamer or some alternative things out there? Not yet, no. Okay, you should definitely, you should definitely uh, get up on that. So, um, let me ask you this question. This is something I'm curious to know. Who cleans the guns in your house? Do you clean the <laughs> we guns? We both do. No, okay, no, no. We both, both do. do. Okay. Um, I mean, he he loves to, but uh, you know, I, I I definitely after the range, I like to do my part. You know. Yeah. And and plus, it helps me feel. Like I'm getting to know it better. Yeah. I want to be able to blindfold myself and take the 1911 apart and put it back together, something like that. Oh man, I tell you, the coolest thing in the world is watching Russian girls break down an AK-47, <laughs> or a, or a, like the schoolgirls or whatever they are. Maybe they're probably 20-something years old, but they're dressed like schoolgirls. Where did and you just, see this? Walter? I was gonna say this sounds like a fetish thing. <laughs> you haven't seen those videos where the where, where the kids where the Russian school kids break down AKs and AK-74s? No. And put and put them back together? No. You got to watch it. You'll be like. No. You see this little blonde haired chick come. Research. Oh, I mean, they have all, they have all their clothes on, on and everything. You know, I was going to say, just to clarify, this is not on Pornhub, is it? Nope. nope <laughs> this is straight. Nope. They all have all their clothes on. That's not, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, it's good to see. Yeah, I think you should be able to. I think you should be able to. I would have given your husband extra kudo points if you cleaned all the guns. You know, because I think a strong, independent woman cleans all the guns in the house. <laughs> That's it's funny. A, we're a team. We do a team effort. We go yeah. shooting together. Lola believes in cleaning nothing. That's one thing Lola's not doing. She's not cleaning oh. the guns. Uh, so who does all the shooting? Uh, Lola does some of the shooting, but yeah, I guess yeah, I do all the shooting. Most of it, I do most of it. She shoots when she feels like it. So. Yeah, but it's good. It's a good thing to know how to take those guns down and clean them. I don't even think it's so much about the cleaning part of it because you probably don't even really need to clean all the time. But yeah. it's good. It's a good thing to know just like if you run into a problem with that thing, you could break it down and, and do something with it. So, um, And even how to make that gun just a piece of metal is one of those things that I think a lot of people need to know. I think there. whenever I look at people that... Um, don't really have a lot of it, don't have any experience at all with guns. The first thing is they don't even want to touch guns, right? You ever notice that if you're talking to someone that's not really a gun person? Yeah. And I always try to show them this could be just a piece of metal. So the first thing you should learn about this is how do you make this just a piece of metal? Because if you could do that, it's a huge psychological thing. So now obviously you could disable that piece of metal without taking it all the way down, but if you can go further now, into taking it apart and taking it down, you realize like, oh, okay, this is a thing that my brain can grasp, you know? And it's just a good psychological way to uh, move some people forward who have like, uh, you know, there are people that have this stigma where they don't even want to touch a gun. I noticed that with, um, <clears throat> I, I like to, what I call plant seeds everywhere I go. And I very casually bring up guns in even the most unlikely of places, even occasionally with a patient here or there. And um, I noticed that in the younger generation, I don't know what generation they are, Gen Z, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I have a, a couple of employees who are like 18, no, we don't hire 18 year olds, 19, 20, maybe 21. And um, 
I notice in this generation, that generation where they're just totally freak out. Cause I think going back way back to what we were talking about, they're the generation that was in high school when we had our, you know, um, the big school shootings. So mm-hmm. it's this, I remember talking to one girl or I was talking to someone else and she overheard me and she just freaked out. You know, she's like, Oh, you have it on you right now. Oh my God. I'm leaving the room. You're leaving the room. <laughs> Did you think I was going to whip it out and shoot you? What? I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, so, you know, it's interesting how people cope with situations where, you know, my husband and I, we decided, Hey, you know, we're going to get more involved and, and get better armed to get better trained because of our responsibility. But then I feel like, uh, I don't want to say weaker minded people, but, you know, they tend to fear things they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's I find it's going to be for that generation of people a difficult thing to overcome that fear. Because I want to know how how widespread is this fear that I saw in her face? Um, <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening to you talk. And all I can think is COVID-19 <laughs> because Why? they they fear they fear things they don't understand. Oh, OK, mm-hmm. they don't understand about this type of any kind of it was a regular flu or or uh you know a bad case of the runs they don't understand how it happens or why it happens so they're like ah, i'm gonna die <laughs> you're not gonna die if you see a gun gun ain't gonna get up and shoot you you yeah. know you gotta fear that you gotta fear that person that you know you don't know about more mm-hmm. than you do the gun so yeah i think though yeah. that what we're dealing with a lot of times when we see that is the media <laughs> cold yeah. night yeah, I, I really do. I think that media, I think movies, TV shows, mm-hmm. a lot of different things are brainwashing people. And it's deliberate. We've talked about this before. We've seen it before that there's um, that there's kind of like a script out there that you put out in Hollywood and TV shows and movies where if someone gets a gun to defend themselves uh, and if they're not the police, that gun get they get beat, you know, they get beaten with the gun, takes them, taken away from them. They shoot themselves accidentally or the kid finds it and kills themselves. They do all these scare tactics that makes certain people think, oh, wow, this is going to happen. And then, of course, those are bad. yeah, that's reinforced in the media. And, and, and those things can happen. But if you have an understanding of what you're dealing with, you can mitigate that and you can make it impossible for that to happen. Have you? Um... When you go back and watch uh, movies, all the gun stuff is pretty ridiculous. But my favorite is um, when someone notices someone has a concealed weapon in movies, you'll always hear, he's got a gun, watch out, Mm -hmm. as if that were illegal or that's Mm -hmm. immediately a threat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or they always ask in a movie, oh, do you you have a license for that? Do you, is that registered? (laughs) Which... You know, uh, there some places there, there is registration, but most places there's yeah. no such thing as registration. Well, unfortunately, a lot of people that come to Florida have that from other places uh, go unnamed, have that same mentality too. What do, do I have to do? I have to register this? Mm-hmm. I don't have to register nothing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the common knowledge of gun things is very, very lacking um, mm-hmm. in just every aspect. I had. Um, a young man who I haven't spoken to in years gave me a call a couple nights ago and he, he was just very anxious. He's like, I, I need to talk to you. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, I, I need to find out how to get a concealed carry license. Is, is that possible? I'm like, yes. I, I don't understand what, what the question is. He's like, no, I need you to help me. This sounds complicated. Like he had no idea. Mm-hmm. None. He's like, when do I get fingerprinted? Do I have to fingerprint before or after? I'm like, it's not that complicated. And I, you know, also, for Google, the, yes. Why for, the, why? for the for the generations that cannot live without this attached to their face or, or their fingers, 
can't just Google it and ask? I, I don't know why he didn't, but he I just think that people think it's super complicated and he needed to know. Or he might be worried about like, Googling it and he might think, that you might know. might be true. Yeah, like we, like well, we're we talking know. about things like, oh, if you Google this, the government is going to start oh. looking at you. Like, why is he Googling everybody, this? Everybody, I mean, one of the things I when people say they're tracking you and they're tracking you, the government can't track themselves hardly, much less track you. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can if you if they want to track you. But just this general thing that they're tracking everybody all at the same time, don't don't be so confident in them. They 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 they're, they're, they have a hard time tracking their own selves, much less everybody well, at one time. Companies are definitely tracking you. You know, um, you well, mentioned something, you're yeah. talking about something. I get an ad for it two minutes oh, yeah. later. You know? Yeah, my my brother-in-law mentioned that he had an electric bike they bought. And I happened to look it up. I wanted to see what the electric bike was about. Mm-hmm. And every time I turn around, there's an electric bike ad on my phone, you know, or something on the yeah. computer. So, yeah. yeah. You know what I think is funny when um, so let's say I go to a site, you know, or let's say in my emails, there's an email from a site and I go there and then I don't I just look around. Right. You know, I'm always we, this is what we do. We're human beings. And then I go back to my email and they're like, were you just checking us out? Were you just looking at something over here? You haven't gotten that? No one's seen that other than me? Like, that happens. I don't think I've seen that. No. Yeah, that happens to me. I go someplace, or I, especially, it happens especially if I see it in my email. I'm like, ooh, let me go check this thing out. And then you get an I email from no, that but then I don't. Yeah, I don't do anything. I don't buy anything or whatever. But then, let's say maybe an hour later, I go back, I check my emails, and they're like, oh, you were just checking us out. Oh. I, I get that from stores. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, did you forget to buy something here? Yeah. It's like, oh, that. <laughs> if, if, well, that if you go into a shopping cart and you pick yeah. something yeah. in your shopping cart. Yeah. They, oh, you know, you can still get this at a discount. Yeah. Tactics. Like, yeah. Well, hey, tactics to make us. Yeah, tactics to make us buy stuff. You know what? So, like, if I'm talking, obviously, if you're listening to us, a lot of this depends on where you are in the world. So, if you're in a lot of other countries, you probably don't have the same rights that we do in America. Um, that sucks, but you got to do something about that. That's the best thing I could say for you, right? If you're in America, there's places where it is difficult to get a concealed carry permit. It is, oh, yeah. right? If you're in New York City, it's probably going to be difficult. You might have to bribe some police officers. You might have to know <laughs> some people. Yeah, and, and do some a, things. You have to have a reason. Yeah. But, you know, if you're in a place like Florida, Texas, lots of other places, as long as you're not a bad guy, as long as you're not a criminal, a felon, or something like that, um, you know, you, this is something that you can do. And there's lots of things that can walk you through it. And typically, you can just start by going to a gun store, um, and they'll tell you. Even if they don't have the classes, a lot of them probably do have a day where they have the classes and things like that. But they'll tell you where the classes are, and, and when you go take that class, the, the people in that class, if they're any good, We'll walk you through some of this stuff and explain it to you. And then, like Walter says, there's the internet. And there are, there is other people. You can get into a community of folks that you could talk to so they could judge you if you say clip instead of magazine. <laughs> yeah. <Something like> that. <laughs> but, you know, bad, that's, the, bad, like, that's the community of anything else. Um, it's something that you can get into, and it's not really uh, scary. I see Simon says train says New Jersey is ridiculous. Um, that's true, but I think it. I think New, New Jersey is ridiculous. I agree with him on that. But it's a lot. It's actually easier than New York City. Oh yeah, forget New York City. Isn't there some state where you have to write an essay explaining why you need a gun or something like that? Is that what? Uh, I don't know. Tony, do, do you guys have to do that in New Jersey? I I've heard something like that. Yeah, I know in Delaware, my, where my brother is, 
you have to post um, like a wanted Bond. ad or something like that in the newspaper telling your neighbors that you're going to buy, that you're going to have guns. That's none of their yeah. business. So you have to, uh, what is that called? Like po- you have to post the advertising in the newspaper, in the local newspaper, basically telling, declaring to people that you're gonna get, that you're gonna have, uh, you're gonna have this uh, CCW. That's insanity. <laughs> what is the point of that? What is the point of this concealed thing that I have to declare to people that I'm doing? But you know, places, some places have that, and he's in, he's in Delaware, so yeah. You got to vote, people. You yeah, got to vote about these things. You got to vote in Florida, too. If anybody is in Florida yeah. watching this, we'll get rid of this Nikki Freed chick. She's a... Uh, oh, my God. Oh, okay. Can I Can I just voice my Nikki Freed <laughs> stuff? When she, Right yes. after she got... Now, if you notice this. Okay, Joe. Right after she got elected, what appeared on all the gas pumps? Her name, her logo? Her face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like a realtor. Mm-hmm. You know, they had this mm-hmm. smiley face with her. Nikki, mm-hmm. oh, Nicole, Nikki Freed. Like she wants to sell you a home, you know, mm-hmm. or she's going to run for office. Of course now, I, now I've noticed that the pumps, I think enough people felt like I did mm-hmm. because I've heard other people say that, that I didn't prompt them to say it. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't show her face anymore. It just says Nikki Freed, da, 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 da. Yeah. I was, I was just, I, I wanted to take a marker out and put. Next I was about to say that someone must have sharpied her face one too many times. Oh, and she said, yeah. Let me take my face off. Of you. Give her a little Hitler uh, mustache. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of defacing of gas pumps going on. Uh, I didn't want. You know, I know there's cameras on the pumps, so I didn't want to get. You know, I didn't want to have a visit from the Gestapo. But mm-hmm. you know, it's like. Yeah. You know, just like what's the oh, de- okay. Well, it's using it. our I, money to advertise against us, and then I saw she was complaining recently because she's getting a lot of pushback from people. And oh, hello. Yeah, and she's complaining it's political. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because you're a freaking leftist. That's yeah. why. Yeah, it's political. She's going to bring in the Parkland families to advise her on gun stuff. That's the last people. Yeah. But they you know, have, yeah, I agree with you. But this is our they, fault, though, in Florida. It's our fault. Well, if you, you if know. you didn't go vote in Florida, it's your fault. I'm just uh, telling yeah. you. You, de- you decided oh, yeah. not to go vote in Florida or whatever your state is. We've got people from all over the country. You didn't go vote. Your fault. Yep. Okay. You can see Nikki Freed's face on her gun, the gas pump. Yeah. Let's get better this time around. Next time around, let's get better. Let's support someone. Even here on this show, we don't have, we don't, you know, there's not a ton of people looking at us or anything like that. We appreciate the ones who do. But we had the guy who, uh, what was his name again? It was, wasn't it Matt something? We had yeah. the guy who the guy who was running against her. Yeah, but, against her. Yeah. But the Republican, it's also, I'm going to blame Republicans, the Republican Party. They didn't really get behind that guy and, and do the right things they were supposed to do. Republican Party in Florida, in lots of places, not just like South Florida, um, in Gainesville, lots of places, Republican Party might as well be Democrats. So. Yeah. I mean, like, look at our red flag laws. Yeah. yeah. Rubio was one of the biggest. Uh, uh, yeah. Rubio. Rubio. He's yeah. useless. Red flag laws. Come on. <laughs> you need to, you know. folks like you, folks like you, Joe, need to run for office. You know, I see people saying that all the time. We need to get people who are actually gun people running for office, you know, some people who understand these things. That's why, I I mean, uh, I don't know if you got to meet her at SHOT Show. She was there briefly. Um, Anna Paulina Luna, Mm -hmm. uh, District 43, I want to say, Tampa, Clearwater area. She's very pro 2A. What's her name? I don't know if you got Anna Paulina Luna. Let me me look this up. Anna Paulina Luna. 
Wait, she on. needs I know to, I said she that needs wrong. to get she she needs to get a nickname with yeah. that last name. Uh, <laughs> and I understand what Anna P. Do Let's some. call her Anna P. Yeah. <laughs> Anna yeah, Paulina. Actually, uh, for Congress, she's running for Congress. Yeah. Oh, she was in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe she's Air Force. Okay, I see it. Balotopia. And here, I'll throw this up on the screen for the folks who want. And you know, it doesn't hurt. She's attractive. Attractive. Uh, she's on no, the. That, that, that never hurts. She was anything. on the cover of. Um, yeah, Republican Party. Anna Paulina Luna. There you go. But boom. She was on the cover of Ballistic Magazine a couple months ago. I mean, look at that. You know, there you go, right there. That's what Ballistic Magazine. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. <laughs> I, I think it takes more than that, though. I think it's going to take a little bit more than that. Um, so one of the things I would suggest is that you, you know, obviously, I don't know exactly what she's doing to run, but I don't think you can rely on the Republican Party in Florida if you're trying to make it or anywhere for that matter. You need to actually get out there and connect with people. So in her case, yeah. if she's pro-gun, she needs to get out and connect with pro-gun people not just the magazines. I'm not knocking magazines or anything like that. Ballistic Magazine's cool. I saw my friend uh, Glenn Fleming was in there with Coleon Noir. Hey, look at that. Recently. Oh, who's the boom? Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Boom. Yeah, I think I saw this. I think I saw this. Yeah. She's kind of like, uh, she looks a little bit like, uh, what's, the, what's the name of that chick that was married to uh, um, uh, Brad Pitt? What, what was her uh, Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. She looks better probably than Angelina she's Jolie. Probably I was gonna say, little... She's much more attractive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's, she's got more meat looking. on her. Bones. But it might be biased. Yeah, she's better looking. She's better. Well, are you related to her? No, not at all. Not at okay. all. I uh, I just kind of. You are know... you in her campaign? Are you one of your, her campaign manager? Uh, or I'm not even in her district. I can't even vote for her. <laughs> I just I just got the pleasure of meeting her and I, I checked her out. And, you know, she's very down to earth. And I actually got to, to talk to her and interview her and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I, especially back when I was in SHOT Show, uh, I was pretty much a nobody with very few followers. And she was just like, yeah, you want to just talk to me? you have a video me. somewhere? Yeah, I have a, a video on my IG. On your IG. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Let's go back to, to SHOT Show era. Let me see. I'll go back and January I'll go back in there. Yeah. By the way, um, Shooting Gallery NE says, uh, let me throw this up here. In Massachusetts, you need an essay in some towns. So I know <laughs> yes. you're Yeah. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, what are we talking about? I, I would like to read some of those essays. Oh, I, would, I, really I would love to essay right here. <laughs> I mean, just because I would just yeah. Uh -huh. If if you if you have to well I, if you have to deal with the public and well any times you get emails or or you get like stuff some of it you go, wow, I have to get a translator to read this thing because the English is broken up so bad it's just. And they're not. We're not talking about immigrants either. We're talking about people that lived here all their lives and they can't, they can't type and they can't spell and they can't. Oh, bad. Yeah. My essay would just be word for word the Second yeah. Amendment, and I don't think that would fly with them. But that's what I would want to do. Okay. Shall not be infringed. So don't infringe my rights, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking on your IG. I don't really see it here. Maybe I'm I'm missing something. Um, on the IG, okay. I don't see the the Anna Paulina thing, but I, it's because I I didn't put a a good what are those like when you do a video the the little cover the picture thumbnail, thumbnail yeah the thumbnail is not good it, the thumbnail is like white with blue letters it's like my logo that pops up first so that's what the thumbnail is white uh, with blue letters really oh okay Hola. oh wait 
Is this is this it? Okay, I think this might be it that I'm playing right now. Let's see. Okay, yeah, yeah. there you go. That's it. Awesome, very cool. How long was that interview? Um, we actually cut it down for the mm. video, but I think I got to talk to her for like a good 25, 30 minutes. Okay. And some of it actually was just, you know, um, us talking. And she's like, if you want to include any of this in, in you know, B-roll or anything. Um, but she got to talk to me about um, what it's like to be a Latina and um, not speak Spanish and have you know, Latinos not say you're Latino enough, but I mean, that happens in all cultures, you know, Obama got it. Are you not black enough? And Latinos, you're, you're not Latino enough. You know, mm-hmm. you don't eat rice and beans every day. No, mm-hmm. you, you know, you don't get to claim that. Yeah. So I think it's a little ridiculous. So yeah. she got, um, that she told me a little bit about her, her background and her you know upbringing. And mm-hmm. I thought she was really cool down to earth. So I'm really rooting for her and I'm really rooting that she stays true to that because I know when Money. you get to Congress, Money. you know, mm-hmm. stuff happens. Money. Yeah. I think Money. What, yeah, I think it does. I think Walter's right. It has a lot to do um, with money. Look at Rubio. <laughs> uh, Rubio was Rubio was going to quit, right? And all of a sudden they dangled the money over him and yeah. he's like, back in the race, I'm running again. But you, you got to be and careful like, because that Bloomberg money is not the right money. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I asked Rick, asked some Florida Republicans about the Bloomberg money. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. yeah. There's Republicans taking that Bloomberg. That was all bought. Yeah, I guarantee you that was bought. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you get contact info from her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe one day invite her to come on the show here. We'll have a, you know, for sure. We'll we'll, we'll do a thing, or you know, I think the thing to do is to reach out to people, um, get on, get in people's videos. In some cases, guys could do videos. We could do, you know, we could do a podcast like this. We could do all kinds of different things, posts on IG and all that. And then, like Walter's saying, maybe get your own money together and build this up. Now, of course, the community is probably going to do some vetting, make sure you're, like you're legit. And you're really into it and all that, but I think all of that's natural. Um, let me. This is an important question here. What did your husband think about her? He liked her. He. We're both very cautious mm-hmm. with politicians, right. but um, she just gave us like I have a pretty good sense for people's personalities and like what their intentions are. Mm-hmm. Just like call it the sixth sense, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, she just came off as really natural and, and genuine. So did you go check uh, and make sure that your husband didn't follow her on IG and all that stuff? <laughs> I'm just sure. Pretty no, I'm pretty sure he follows her, and that's okay. No, that's cool. We're, Listen, no, I'm totally cool with that. Like we both yeah. like I'm not I'm not a lesbian, and it's okay if you are. But I'm like, oh, she's she's good looking. Like I'll give you. Well, you're yeah, a you know. female. I'm gonna say you're a good looking female. Yeah, women you can know? do that. Yeah. Guys can't really do that apparently. You know when you know. I guess yeah. whatever. No, I don't think we're not really into that. Like if you if we're gonna describe some dude, we can go. Yeah, you know he's the good looking guy. Whatever. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I, I get it. I think all of this, you have to, whatever it is you have, you've got to be able to leverage that, you know, um, as long as you're not, there's obviously a line, right? You know, um, but I think you have to use what it is that you have. So if you happen to be attractive, whatever it is, if you were in the military, whatever it is that you have, yeah. if you've got money and, you, and you've decided, hey, I, this is what I really believe and I'm going to go out there and fight for this and what I have going for me is money or whatever it is, then you've got to use that to get the attention of the people because ultimately you're going up against these other people who have a ton of money and they're old and ugly and stupid, <laughs> you know, and they've been there <laughs> And will lie long. through their teeth. Yeah, they're yeah. corrupt and all of that. So we have to find a way to get rid of these people 
and and use what we can. If you're Latino, Latina, if you're you know if you're a black person, whatever, it's like hey, let's use that if we have to. I think ultimately it's where is that coming from? What's in the heart of that person? And do they really believe it? Are they just saying that they're down with the Second Amendment? Like a lot of people tell me, oh, there's yeah. a lot of Republicans yeah. and conservatives that say. That, I believe in the Second Amendment, yeah. but yeah. So, but, so when do you yeah, go shooting? But, uh, you know, I don't have uh, any guns. <laughs> what, what guns do you own? Uh, well, yeah. you know, I have a shotgun. You know, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have five or six shotguns and ten AR-15s. I'm and, fine know. with a shotgun. A lot of those guys tell me that, and I ask them what they have. They don't have anything. They don't actually yeah. even like guns. And I don't know. I'm, I'm just a little bit worried about that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's lying. That's lying. Yeah. James Miller says, I'm one good-looking Mohawk wearing dude. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) You know, not that I was fishing for compliments or anything, but uh, I appreciate them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yo Adams says, laugh out loud. Hank knows him and the boys get all gay when they're together. Yes, guys talk about a lot of this. Is, this is true. But. I was gonna say I know it's true. I know it's true because like I've heard my 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 husband's um, employ uh, you know fellow coworkers like uh, they're always like oh you're a good looking guy Rolando. I'm like see you guys are totally like when nobody uh, else is listening guys are like a little no we berate the that. living daylights well, out of each other as dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're allowed to berate each other. Yeah, I, if you look at videos of me and Walter, I'm always like, "Oh, Walter's showing the sexy calves." Yeah, oh. I'm going, I'm going blind. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they're so white. That's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think we all, uh. I think we all like, you know, mess around in our own ways. What is life if not if you don't try to make it fun? What is the yeah, point? Yeah, it gets know? pretty boring. You can be, you can be the coolest gun person, but if if you can't have a little fun, you're, you know, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this is not fun, you know. I mean, yeah, you know. that's what we try to do here. By the way, I have I've forgotten to tell you people to all smash the thumbs ups, smash yeah. the thumbs up so we can uh, get going on that. And you gotta have some fun with your. You can laugh. You gotta be able to laugh at yourself sometimes too, you know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah, everybody everybody screws up and does dumb stuff and yeah. laugh about it. Yeah, we all mess up. We all mess up. Walter <laughs> messes up like ten times a day. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, you know. I mess up maybe once or twice. Oh, okay. A minute. Yeah. <laughs> So Walter, what what deep questions do you have for Joe? What would you like to know? Well, you asked about first guns. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, yes, I did. Yeah. You're you uh, just ask him real quick. No, no military stuff for you, right? Okay, that's fine. Me, me neither. Mm-hmm. Uh, close a couple times, but that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, let's see what else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you moved down from New York. When did you do that? What's your vintage? What, is that? What's my vintage? Uh, actually, I like my... how old you put that. <laughs> well, I'm not asking how old she is. No, it's when funny. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I actually moved down the day after my high school graduation. Oh, okay. Uh, which uh, uh, which was in the nineties, in the zeros. Uh, <laughs> now you're zero, trying. Now you're trying to zeros. date her, Hank Strange. Okay. I am a. I'm a. I'm a millennial. Okay. Um, <laughs> My, uh, I, I'm the youngest of three, so my siblings all went to medical school down here in Florida, and mm. my mom, my family is very, very close-knit. We all live very close to each other, um, and she just couldn't stand having her two Ellas far away, so she turned to me and said, I know you were planning on going to upstate New York schools, but I guess you're going to Florida because we're moving. So uh, pretty much changed people, where I was applying to university. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I went to UM and uh, the first day I saw UM was the day of my first class. I never actually, it was just all really super fast and mm-hmm. happened that way. Okay. And, yeah. So you were conscripted into the Florida life. <laughs> yeah, I had no choice. I mean, I did have a choice, but I chose not, I, I chose to, to stick with my family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, that's good. It's a cultural thing. I think um, a lot of, you know, certain cultures do that, but you know, you see families that have grandma, mom, and the kids all living in the same household. Uh, it's typical to have kids in up to, you know, especially now with the, with the economy, uh, in their thirties living with mom and dad, and it's mm-hmm. totally not looked down upon. You see that in, in, in telenovelas, you know, in our, in our soap operas, you know, uh, the protagonist is this, this dashing guy lives with his mom and dad. So it's totally normal. And, so, and that's, that's real. That's for real. Yeah. Especially when I lived in New York, I had friends that were for me. Like I had a friend of mine from Argentina, very good looking guy. I had a good job. He was, he was, uh, he was like, uh, what was, what's the MRI degree? Whatever that he was a, uh, radiologist, radiologist. but he had the MRI thing. So he ran the MRI. He had like cars, everything, but he lived with his family. They took care of each other. Everyone lived in the same house and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was cool because um, I can't live been, with my people. <laughs> that's been one of the big things with the with the COVID nineteen is the multi generational houses. Yeah. Um, yeah. The young one, the young ones that are healthy, bring it into the old ones, and they, you know. Unfortunately, you know. unfortunately. Yeah. What part um, of uh, New York were you from? Um, I was raised in Suffolk County, the uh, South Side. Suffolk County. Uh, Suffolk County. Okay. You know, by the Great South Bay area. My dad was actually from Queens, um, but they all moved out to the island because you know that's you want to raise a family, you want you know yeah, land and all that crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm from Far Rockaway, son. Far Rockaway, Queens. Awesome. Yeah, I know you heard of Far Rockaway, right? Yeah, yeah. no, I See, still have family in in Queens. I, I yeah. have family in the Heights. I have family in Queens. Mm-hmm. I have family a little bit all over, sprinkled all over. Mm-hmm. New York, mostly the Dominican side. My dad's family is is here. My mom's family still in Colombia. Yeah. So. yeah. Someone wanted to go ahead, Walt. Did you have another question? I'll no, no, the, I just said Colombia. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Colombia. Um, you know, one time it, this has nothing to do with anything, and I know this probably sounds racist, but one time at Shot Show, do you remember Walter? I introduced you to that guy from Colombia that had the the awesome coffee. You remember that? There was a guy that had coffee and he was like, I could get Juan you Valdez? coffee. No, there was this guy. <laughs> he had some kind of like tactical coffee thing. And he was like, I can get you coffee right from Colombia. But I only uh, ever see and I see him at SHOT Show. I can't see, remember. See, but I'm not a coffee drinker, so it doesn't it yeah. doesn't do anything. Me neither. Me. But I like the smell of it. It smells good. Oh, yeah. It smells great. And yeah. It's great. Like have cookies with coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you guys tea, tea drinkers then? No. Well, why are you saying it like it's a bad thing? No, it? no, no. I drink. I drink to, both. Are you I trying think. to imply something about the people who? Do I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out if you. you just no, do I drink tea. tea. I'm a tea guy. Well, we, have tea. A, we have a spot I'm for tea. tea. You know. Yeah, I'm a tea guy. I like tea. I have tea time every day. I yeah. love tea. I like tea. Uh, no milk. All you need in tea is brown sugar and the tea and hot like tea bag, hot water, good to go. Don't need don't need milk. Welcome what, to Hank Strange team. I'm just saying. I'm just. <laughs> uh, someone asked, "What was your worst gun that you've had so far?" So I know you're not. Oh, okay, like, there's a good question. Yeah, what's your worst uh, gun? Probably the Springfield. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I know we shot. We had a Taurus revolver that we got rid of. That I wasn't a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I've, I've like I, I mentioned, I, I do have some arthritis in my hands. So that mm-hmm. one was. Uh, you know, causing me some issues, but um, 
That's I was, we didn't have any malfunctions. It just wasn't a personal favorite. Mm-hmm. So with the AKs, off- any any AKs in your life? Oh, AKs. Okay. I actually have not. I don't own any. Um, I I shot an AK for the first time. I shot a lot of firsts at Shot Show. Uh, I shot my first shotgun. I shot my first AK. I shot my first fully automatic. Oh. Um, yeah. I we're we're babies uh, mm-hmm. in in two A world. So, but okay. it's it's gonna be. We're definitely moving towards more stuff. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a class two manufacturer, and I have, yeah. I have, uh, I have some machine guns. Yeah. If you want to shoot some automatics, you know, I know a guy. We know. We know something. Well, I'll come hang out with you, Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Come shoot some machine guns. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. So let's see. Uh, what's what's the other questions up here? Uh, okay. So you covered worst gun. Worst gun. What's your dream gun? Like, what's a gun that you're like, if money wasn't an object. You know, what's the gun that your husband should have bought you for Mother's Day, but, you know. I'm not a mom. I'm a cat mom. That's <laughs> yeah, it. it doesn't uh, matter. You don't need to be. <laughs> I don't know. This, this goes back and forth. We keep talking about what's our next gun, and it keeps changing. Um, I really love the Chris Vector. Mm. Um, that was a lot of fun to shoot, and I've, I've been eyeballing that for a really long time. I love that. It was fun to shoot at SHOT Show. You, you shot one? Yeah. Okay, so you shot. I kind of fell in love. Right, so yeah. you shot a machine gun, <laughs> right? At yeah. Shot Show, you shot the machine gun. Okay, was it was it uh, suppressed? Uh oh, I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, but the machine gun. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Like, I like I like Chris Vectors as well. They're really cool. They're really cool guns, and I know now they have the binary triggers and everything. But the fact that if you ever shoot the machine gun, it's always a notch down to shoot just the regular, you know. Well, it doesn't really take advantage of the operating system fully. Yeah, but you, go bang, yeah, but you bang. feel so, you feel like, oh, when I shot this at SHOT Show, it was so awesome. It was a machine gun. It was like, in a lot of cases, they have like the suppressed guns and everything yeah. like that there. But yeah, they're cool. I think that binary triggers getting into the game maybe comes a little closer to using that vectoring system you know yeah, you get you get spoiled is what it's called i think so but there's a lot of cool things that goes along with it like now you can change your calibers you know all that kind of stuff they just came out with a 22 version of the chris vector which doesn't have any kind of vectoring in it because you definitely don't need it for a 22 um you know but yes they, they are they are cool so what uh, what other guns out there on the uh on the list we're debating a shotgun just because we don't have one. Mm, um, I like the the Celtic, one of the Celtic shotguns. I messed around with a few of them. I like them. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's a it's a huge laundry list. I want uh, a really really nice like Woodstock, fancy um, twenty two rifle for for plinking. I just want a really fancy one. Oh, I have to like you know a custom. Henry or something like that. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All the guns, basically. That's what we're saying. All, All of them. I, I can like I can sit here and be like that one and that one and that one. But yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. Uh, I like to balance what we need or yeah. what there's a void for versus what I want. Yeah, I think you need a class two so that you can get <laughs> you can get your machine gun vector that's integrally <laughs> suppressed. <laughs> or a class three. Yeah. Okay. Well, what is? I'm sorry. Is it a class? Class three is a class three is a machine gun dealer. Class two is a manufacturer. Yeah. Like okay. That. Yeah. 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 Uh, would you guys consider? Have you guys thought about any of that kind of stuff, like getting in deeper, like that, F- like getting an FFL? You know, eventually down the line. I think the next step is um, since I've been doing some training uh, freelance, 
you know, for, for my little circle, I'm not certified. So that's the next step. I'm definitely uh, looking into getting, uh, becoming a certified trainer. And I think that just goes hand in hand with, you know, people coming to you, you, they want to have questions. They want to know, they want to feel comfortable. It's like, I, I feel like it would make some people more comfortable for, to be, for me to be a certified trainer. And it just gives you a little bit more clout, um, too. So that'd be cool. Uh, both of us are looking to do that within the next year. And then, um, we'll see. Uh, I, I don't like the fact that when you're in FFL, everything you get is registered. So I kind of, you know, it's, it's part well, of the you, problem. You need to make friends with an FFL. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you're going to still gonna have to do pick well. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you know, there's still <laughs> things involved. Actually, Yule Adams, Walter, is asking, he says, how do you get class two? I want to build the next gen, not just add to what it is. So, well, I, I answered it back. You got you to have a commercial address where you can do manufacturing. That's a big part. Okay. And when they come and talk to you, you need to say that you're doing this as a business, not that you want to make the next gen gun so you can have it in your closet. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah, you're supposed to be a business. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, main thing is zoning and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Be ready to pay the uh, th those five hundred dollars. Yeah, every five hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Which is not bad if you really do if you're making things and selling things. Um, yeah. Um, but once again, if you know, and that's up to a certain uh, level of income. So if you're making, I think, under a million dollars or five hundred thousand, mm -hmm. it's five hundred dollars. If you go over that amount, it's supposed to be a thousand a year. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. And keep up with the books. Oh yeah, get a good yes, yes. Keep your books up to date. <laughs> you will get you will you will have a you will have a compliance inspection every so often, um, depending on how good or bad you are and um yeah they can make a walk in anytime they want and start the inspection so mm -hmm. trust me when they walk on the door and you're not ready one time i felt like i was going to pass out so um <laughs> literally for real not even yeah. i had to sit for a second because i wasn't ready for it so right 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 and when yeah. i mean ready for it my books my my books weren't up to date and stuff like mm -hmm. that so. mm -hmm. yeah if you keep your books up to date it's not a problem yeah um, let's see. Uh, you know what I was going to bring up? I'm, I'm going to this. Have you seen the story? I'm going to throw this up in the in the chat. I don't know if, whether you saw this. It's uh, this one's from the beat or something. It says Prince Harry sells his rifles and gives up hunting to please Meghan Markle. So uh, have you seen this? What's your what's your opinion? What's your take on this? Either so one of you this can is jump something that I have a problem with with women. Um, and I see this all the time that we try to change men or we try to you know, just be tyrants about what we want. And I think it's, you have a better relationship with your husband or your boyfriend or whoever, if, or your significant other, if you're both open to each other's, you know, hobbies and, you know, likes and, and have open conversations. I mean, if you are on different type, uh, different sides of the aisle, you know, have, you know, be able to listen to each other and have conversations without it being hostile. So I don't think it's all me, 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 me. Um, I think my husband and I are a good example of that. I'm a vegetarian, uh, and I don't force him to be one. Mm -hmm. Um, he was into guns and I asked him to, you know, show me the, you know, how to get into it. And now it's something we have in common. And, mm -hmm. you know, the same thing, we, it goes back and forth. Like I like silly things that, you know, I, I, I see, um, okay, I'll be honest, my guilty pleasures, I like uh, 
K-pop, Korean pop, or at least it's one of the <laughs> Say what? <laughs> okay, yes. this just got interesting. Oh, uh, do you? K-pop. Oh, is that with all those little boy bands that look like yeah. girls? Yeah, exactly. Yes. I could. I could actually, oh, hold on. Uh, let's see. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see what this is. This mug is actually a caricature from uh, BTS. I'm sure you guys have heard. You are not actually into BTS. That can't be real. Okay, listen, listen. I was into K-pop for like the last ten or eleven years. BTS just happened to happen recently and, and blow up, but yeah. it's actually pretty legit. See, um, there's like, actually... I was seriously into K-pop <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> but um, this song, I fell into it wow, by K-pop. watching a video mm-hmm. on uh-huh. YouTube for uh, a boy band called Big Bang uh, many, many years ago. And I, uh-huh. I started showing it to people like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And then it was an earworm. And um, like it went from this is so ridiculous to I can't stop singing it in my head. So that's yeah. how it happened. It happened like yeah. very like backdoorish. Yeah. And I mean, right. my, my usual genre of music is alternative rock and, and, and classic rock. So it's like, how the heck did you get into K-pop? I don't even listen to regular pop. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it happened. And um, Rolando was really cool about it. He like goes and like watches stuff with me. Like they had they had it at the movies. They had a, a concert at the movies. He went with me. So it's like I watch his stuff. He watches my stuff, and we like find a middle ground. It's like you you try to get into each other's hobbies, and then you have more stuff to talk about. And you know, I just yeah. feel like we, we've been together for ten years, and we're just really solid. And I see like I turn around and look at some of my friends' marriages. Her husband's upstairs playing video games. She's downstairs watching TV. I'm like, do you guys even talk? And that's actually something that is very common in relationships. And I think, like, for instance, Hank, you and Lola are ad- adorable. You guys are, you know, you work together. You mm-hmm. play together. It's it's great. Have you, you ever know, seen you us fight? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, always, I always say I should make a video just to them when t- we're making a video. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, but I agree with you. We do that same thing. Sometimes Lola doesn't talk to me for a long time, and then she's not mad or anything. She's just doing her own thing. You know, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I'm probably needier than she is, but, you know, yeah. I think uh, women need to just be a little bit more open. Like, uh, I I played video games as a kid. I was a Mario Brothers generation, and then I, I was frowned upon in my household, so we got rid of, you know, there was no video games. It rots your brain. Mm-hmm. And... When I started dating Rolando, I I didn't. I mean, ge- you know, generations had passed. There's now like two joysticks on on the controllers, and I'm like, I don't know how to do this. So I I saw him. He would always be playing with his crew, his boys online, and I wanted to be a part of that. So I'm like, can you teach me? So mm-hmm. I mean, now yeah. I play video games, and I'm, I'm not bad, you know. Yeah. And and it, it's I'm enjoying it, and it's part of our relationship. And it's like I want to spend time with him. And, you know, I think that's something that we as women need to not just everything that he wants, but just both of you have, you know. Yeah. But let's not let's not skip over this. Walter, do you have a question you want to ask? No, not a question. But you start talking about, uh, uh, you know, what's the redhead uh, giving up, giving giving up his manhood. Yes. (laughs) Um, You know, he was, you know, Afghanistan pilot, I believe it was a helicopter pilot. He hung out with the boys. Remember when he was in Vegas and he had that up in the place with the boys? He was a bad boy. He was a rebel. He was a rebel. Yeah, right, 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 right. I mean, and now, you know, he dated. We didn't even know if, like, if he was actually Prince Harry's son. Probably not. Well, he's not. I I mean, not Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Charles. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's probably Bodyguards. Bodyguards the daddy. Yeah, yeah. Genetic test. That's genetic test. That's a fact. That's a fact almost. Yeah. Um, um, but nevertheless, so he was then, kind of you know, macho. Yeah. 
hey, you know, then you meet the chick, and I get, I get, you know, there's give and take, but you just don't, you just don't throw your whole being away. Yeah, you, you know, know what? I mean, you know yeah. what? it's like uh, my, it's like my mother would say, she juju him. She put juju pun uh, in. Oh, is that what you called? Is that what your mama called the yeah. juju? She put some, ju- what... she put some juju pun in. Uh, I, I have other terms for it. I mean, but we're not going to say on here. Yeah, uh, I, I said I've said off. I mean, is she here, that whatever, good? Yeah. Is, is, is she that? Uh, Must no, be. I, Must be good. Must I, be. But it's like remember but, Sean Penn. We talked about this a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Sean Penn burned all his guns down, melted yeah. them down to artwork for freaking Charlize Theron. And then she dumped him. Then she dumped him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. I, when I met my wife, when I met Peggy, I told her, look, I got guns. I'm going to get my guns. Their guns aren't going anywhere. She wasn't really too much on the guns then, you know. Yeah. Um, but now, I mean, you know, she makes, you know, we, she, I work with my wife, too. Mm-hmm. She's the CEO, actually. She's the boss. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah. she came to realization, you know, guns can make some money with. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, you know. she doesn't hate guns, you know. Well, um, she, she, has, guns. she has her thing, like Joe was saying. She has her thing. Yeah. She does stuff yeah. that I don't partake in, and yeah. and and vice versa. Yeah. And you know, she and, enjoys yeah. military vehicles that you guys do. She yeah, she hangs her, out with us. Yeah, yeah I've seen her yeah. drive a stick. I respect a woman who drives a stick. Nothing. Yeah. There's a there's well there's very few things that are sexier than a woman that could drive a stick shift. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. She. I met her. She had a car with a stick shift. So yeah. then, boom. You yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. You were gonna say something. You were gonna say something, Joe. Uh, even if you don't adopt each other's stuff, you just at least respect them. Yeah. You know? Right, yeah. right. You yeah. know, I mean. Yeah. So let's just switch back to this for a second. I do want to talk about Prince Harry and Sean Penn and all these idiots who have melted their guns down or given up hunting or whatever nonsense they've done. Yeah. For the Punani, um, <laughs> you know. I used to go hunting too, but I, and I yeah. didn't stop going because yeah. I was told to. Yeah. I just stopped because my interest changed, so to speak. Right, yeah, right, so. right. But, I, but here's what I want to go back to, Walter. Because I don't want to forget about this. We might not have this opportunity going forward. Um, what, what the hell is the K-pop thing? Uh, and uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. On, when, on, on Instagram for a uh, while, uh-huh. I was getting all, and because of what Instagram, mm-hmm. I was getting all these, you know, the, the I guess they were Korean boy bands. Stuff. Right. What? You didn't you know, know they, they were, were boy bands? You thought they were girl oh, bands? No, I could tell they're boys, but they, oh, okay. they're, they're, they were make up. Yeah. yeah, they're make up stuff like girls, and they're all right. sweet and all this yeah. stuff, and they hang out, and they're all over each other too, which is yeah. like. Ugh. Well, I have a theory about <laughs> yeah. this, Walter. Do you want to hear my theories? Because I have really good theories. But, but oh, go, go ahead. No, no, you finish your thing, and then I'll hit you. So I just, I just kept, you know, un, un, right. un, un watching it, you know, un, un, undoing it, undoing it. <laughs> Walter's like, please, I don't want Peggy to see I this. I don't want to see. And I think I'm looking like, at these, <laughs> these androgynous <laughs> Korean K-pop yeah, boys. Yeah, it's not my thing, you know. It's sure, like, okay, Walter. Sure, enough, listen, Walter, enough, we, yeah. we, we're not being judgy of you. Well, that you can judge all you want. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. no, I mean it was just that like, one time in the Philippines. We're not going to hold it against you. Well, if you no, didn't know, you, there, you didn't know. there is no. Uh, trust me, there's none of that. Um, but yeah, it was right. like I, I had to for a while. Just like, where's this coming from? Is it coming from? Is it Japanese? Is it Korean? I mean, no, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I figured it was Korean. So, so let, I, I want to analyze the psychology of this because I want to flip this. You know, we we made fun of your husband. But I just, I'm not, and I'm not making fun of you, but I have a theory about this. I have a theory that women 
women are almost universally, I'm not going to put anything to like 100%, but most women are kind of androgynous when it comes to their sexual attractions. Like women could easily be attracted to other women versus like there's guys who, who, might, who might be gay and interested in men, but more so in women you see that. And I think that uh, especially when women are younger, they're very attracted to pop stars, rock, rock and roll actors and all that kind of stuff that look like women. Hence Justin Bieber. So, you know, do, do you, do you want to delve into that a little bit? That this is why you like these K-pop guys? Actually, because they look no, like, they I, look I, like I girls? I don't particularly like, uh, especially the first boy band that I liked. I, um, they're actually not poppy as much. They're, you know, mm. a little bit more hip-hop. And uh, I was not attracted to any of them. I just thought their sound was very interesting and very catchy. Mm-hmm. And I'm a runner, so I like catchy okay. upbeat stuff so i started listening to it when i was running so i just think it's really catchy i think so, they you engineer. just you don't think about what they look like you don't realize that they look like girls well there's actually um which one of know, them do you think is the cutest one in this uh <laughs> in this bts the, i think that, uh, can i throw <laughs> something in they, they make themselves out so they all look the same and i'm no, not saying don't. anything okay 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 so, so I'm gonna. I'm not I'm saying gonna, anything about Asians looking the same, but what I'm saying is no, that no, the way not, they make, yeah. the way they do the makeup and everything, they look, they all look like one little cutie doll. You so, know, I mean, it's like you know. Yeah. When you first get into them, I could not tell them apart. Okay. I could not tell them apart. It took me like I had to study them, like which one is this? And some, some, some of these boy bands have like 10, 11 people, and I'm just like, you know what? Um, this is too much for me. I'm not handling this. Like, nope, go into something with like five or <laughs> four. Band, like, like, I ten, can't handle ten dudes. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, you can't. Mickey, tell them apart. Michael, Joe. <laughs> like, how do you yeah. even know who? So, yeah. So, who's your favorite one? That's what I'm trying to find out from you. I know nothing about. Uh, BTS or K-pop for that matter. I, I like the rap, the rappers, because uh, they're just, you know, I, I like that side of, because yeah. they have a, a very eclectic mix of pop and rap. And then okay. sometimes you have like uh, certain certain members just doing singing and certain members just doing their own rap songs. And I think the rappers are much more what I like about BTS. So I'll say Suga. His name is Suga, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is just making yeah. my point even more. Uh, yeah. Yes. W- so no, so where is- I'll send you a clip. Of, um, no, that's that, okay. His solo, no, this guy is, is, I mean, with a name like Sugar, you wouldn't expect him to be very hard, right. but he is. He's very uh, intense rapper. Um, yeah. So you, do you like American rappers? Yeah, yeah. I grew up on, on, on rap. Um, right. But somehow Jay. you like these little Korean dudes rapping. Yeah. You, you're, you're into that. Kind of thing. Yeah. Legit. I mean, they, some are so, BS. and they're hardcore. They're from the, like he, this sugar dude. Is he's from the hood? Is he like yeah, hood? Hood. he's like authentic? There's no hood in Korea. Come on, man. <laughs> there is. A, there's a hood everywhere. Uh, the hood in Korea is called Daegu, and he he is from there. See, she know, you know all about this. Some now they yeah. rap. Obviously, they rap in Korean, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you even understand? Do you understand this language? I, I at this point I know some of it. But honestly, I don't try as hard as some of these other people. Like, I'm not learning Korean. I'm not, like, going all... I just think the music's right, cool. Right. I listen to the music. I'm good. I'm not yeah. doing that whole... But you can flow. when If you hear if you heard Sugar flowing... You, you know it's Sugar. Yeah, you, could, yeah, you know it's him. You can flow with him, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This is funny. I want to see videos of you flowing <laughs> with this guy. Um, but someone's mentioning Menudo. I think it's true. Look, you know, let me tell you something. Like everyone thought Prince was gay. Prince was not gay. 
He he, oh, he fi- hung out with some pretty badass chicks. Yeah, I'll but he figured what. out what I'm telling you. He figured out that a lot of women, like when they see guys who look like women, it's like safety. I think when guys see like big, big hairy gorilla dudes, you know, like oh, not safe, stay away. That's you know, caveman. But when they see the guy that's dressing up, putting on makeup and everything, like so a girl, they're like, oh, he's safe. Yeah. yeah, it's a plan. Well, see, it's a trap. Um, I'm I'm old enough, and my older siblings are, were old enough when I was a baby that I grew up pretty much like in the older generation because I, I grew up watching MTV and all this stuff when mm. I was like two. So um, I know Prince pretty well. And all the women thought he was super hot. Mm. The guy wore makeup. He wore heels. He was 5'2 and wore heels. Yeah, he's very but, short. He's little. That's why yeah, he's little. Yeah. Wow. He made Lola look tall. <laughs> but, you know, so uh, I'm just saying. Men never thought he was weak. I mean, he no. was. I never, he was I, never thought Prince, I never thought Prince was gay. Not once. No, he hang, he yeah. hung out with some. Uh, I, yeah, I always knew what his thing was. I just wasn't brave enough to go put some pantyhose and, <laughs> and, and, and all that kind of stuff on. But I always knew. I was like, oh, he's got game. This is yeah. his game. He's blowing everyone else out of the water. That's the act. That's yeah, the act. yeah. He was he was, and he was he was hardcore with that. And then when you look, if you look at Dave Chappelle, man, he could play basketball. You know, he, and he was yeah, he was pretty aggressive, dude. Purple Rain. I mean, Prince is like my generation. Of I don't know who who's Prince today to the to these kids I don't know is it Justin Bieber is it Drake sadly yes yeah well, you know probably something like Drake Justin Bieber you never heard of them Walt but I think um, I, I think Prince was that for our time and like I saw Purple Rain I thought it was awesome I was like this guy is the coolest we can't really we can't rock and roll like this but I think so you're agreeing with my theory that women are attracted to rock like entertainers and all that that look like women right you agree with that sure i mean even if you look at rock i'm like you know prior to this stuff i loved alt rock i still listen to alt rock all these guys are are look at 80s rock you know with the the hair metal they all wore makeup yeah um i heard there's pictures of walter back in the in the 70s in the 80s he had long hair and you know he wore the tight leather pants. I hear, I heard. This. I ain't no leather pants. Come on. <laughs> Walter was down with some of this. I heard. I've heard about this. Peggy has the photos. We just need to. Yeah, Big Cliff says Post Malone. Uh, no, Post Malone doesn't look. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I, I'm not gonna say that he's in that category. Okay. Um, let's see. We already hit nine o'clock, and I know we talked about. I know we did talk about some guns. Somewhere in here, right? Yeah, we did. We did talk about guns. But we also educated. Someone said, I think it was Night Train said, is K-pop North Korea or South Korea? South Korea. South Korea. Take a wild guess. Yeah. I wonder where their main audience is besides Korea. America. America and South America. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They're big in South America? Really? Yeah. Actually, some of them are smart, and they actually... have songs in Spanish or with Spanish flair. Mm-hmm. Like they they hook up with them. Yeah. Um, one boy band actually uh, did a song with a Dominican uh, singer, a female. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their audience. Uh, BTS. BTS is one of the biggest groups in the world right now, Walter. Biggest. Okay. All around the world, internationally, they come to America, and uh, there's chicks, even some gun chicks that we know. Lose their mind and have to go to those concerts. Yeah. <laughs> and That's all right. Actually, I haven't been to a concert yet because uh, they sell out so fast. But I did get tickets to the concert for this year, and then it got canceled because of COVID. So oh. I, I know your husband was so he was like, oh, oh I really wanted to go to. 
I can just he's not right going. Now. He's not going to that. Oh, good. Go. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I don't know. Put his foot down at that. He puts his, no, not going. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, listen, I appreciate you being candid with us and letting us know. I think I think I have fun talking to Joe. What about you, Walt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was fun. You know, not, not, to, not some of the, well, I won't. Not stuffy at all. Yes, absolutely. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. So let's do this here as we're wrapping it up. First of all, I want to recommend everyone go check her out. Um, Latina Locked and Loaded. You can find, uh, what do you say, Instagram, Facebook? I haven't done any okay, Facebook Instagram, yet. YouTube. IG. IG it's, yeah, IG uh, mostly. Um, and maybe we'll have her come back on here if she's not too mad at us about making fun of her K-pop. Look. No, not at all. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So t- so do this. I will, I'll start with Walter, actually. Walter, tell the folks out there where they need to go, how they could support you. <laughs> tell them where they need to go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they need to go um, to Walter's K-pop band. <laughs> like I said, for a while, I couldn't get it off my IG thing. I'm just like, come on, stop. Oh, Walter. They post a, they know, post a lot. Man. I know you went and made a secret IG so you could look at the... <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Don't lie. No way. Don't lie. <laughs> I have enough time staying focused as it is. Um, um, Instagram, Facebook, Save Dare Farms, you can do that. Um, oh, what else? Uh, over there is some stuff over on a... Uh, I completely lost my train of thought now. Uh, Dirtfoot Racing, right. you got Dirtfoot yeah, Racing. Yeah, Dirtfoot Racing, uh, yeah, that's over on Instagram. Yeah. There's some stuff on Facebook there on yeah. YouTube, too. Check us out on YouTube you also. You got Sten Guns. Yeah, StenParse.com there you for, go. Uh, for different Sten stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can call you know, SafetyHarborFirems.com, too. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Make sure you go check out Walter. We appreciate him being on here. Um, now, Joe, tell the folks out there what are the best ways they can support you um, and you know how they can get in touch with you and all that. Find out more about you. Uh, mostly IG, uh, Latina Locked and Loaded. And like I said before, we're looking to open, or I think we might have something on our YouTube, but it's Latinos Locked and Loaded mm-hmm. uh, on the YouTube. We're looking to put more videos um, up and, and, and spread our wings a little mm-hmm. bit. So okay, awesome. go ahead and subscribe to that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know. Um, Maybe we'll get the. Oh, oh, and and yeah, my uh my husband's page, uh, Puerto Rican Pistolero on IG. He's he's actually super. Boricua. I, I, he needs to yeah. be more vocal. I'm yeah. I'm pushing him to be more vocal. Yeah. He's he's super political, so yeah, he's got a good brain in there. So. Yeah, I'll rep for the Boricuas <laughs> out there. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely go check that out as well, uh, Puerto Rican uh, Pistoleros. You know what? I want to thank everyone for coming into the show. Thanks for supporting us. Go to HankStrange.com. Sign up for the email list. Thanks to Harry's Holsters. Uh, Let me drop the end on here for everyone. Make sure you guys smash the thumbs up. Ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live here on this channel. We do really need people to actually uh, subscribe to the channel here, you know? So that way you can see when, when we throw up these videos. You can be part of the fun. This is, like, I think it's cool to listen to it in audio. We appreciate everyone listening to us on audio, on iTunes, and all the other places. Um, we're way over 100,000 views right now, uh, downloads actually on audio all over the world. We appreciate that. But this is the this is the party right here. Every now and then you got to come. <laughs> this is where party. you get to see all the facial expressions and all that. Stuff right, exactly. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get to see the fun. Uh, so you can check it out. We throw up snippets also on uh, YouTube slash Hank Strange. Um, like I said, please go support Latinas Locked and Loaded as well as Safety Harbor Firearms stuff with Walter. Thanks to everyone out there. We appreciate you guys. Any final words before we go out of here? 
You know, are you gonna get a tattoo of sugar on somewhere? Heck no. <laughs> oh, okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. That's not gonna. That's not gonna age very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta explain that to the kids at some point. Like, uh, where did that come yeah. from? <laughs> like, Daddy, who's sugar? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're out of here. Thanks so much. Peace. All right. See you guys.